You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or... You call me Carl, and here on True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about your gaming-related topics. And this episode is an exciting one and a special one for me, and the best part is I'm not doing it alone. I got two returning guests here on the show. I got this time a brother from another mother, a.k.a. Homie T. What's up? Um, That's me. That's right. And then I'm actually going to use the saying right for the first time ever. A sister from another mister. Homie Caroline. Thanks, man. You're like a mister from another mister. I don't want that to die. I like that. <laughs> but it took me two episodes to get it right. So I'm just happy <laughs> I finally get to use it in the right context. This time. And then, guys, a question for you. Have you ever heard that saying where... Or ever heard of the curse of just... Games based on movies are bad. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and then I think it's even the reverse too, right? Movies based on games are bad. Yeah, yeah. There's so still I... not one good movie based on a video. <laughs> Sonic right. is okay. <laughs> what about that that recent it. Mortal Kombat? Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. It was a we're waiting for a great one. Yeah, for the longest time there was a history that games well movies based off games were not good, and then games based on movies were equally not as good. These are just two separate things that shouldn't be mixed together. So far not very compatible. But here we are. I mean to be fair though, the original Mortal Kombat movie, I think that was what, nineteen ninety nine? Uh, that one to me was an amazing film. It was awesome. It, to Does me, it hold up? Like you saw it recently, or do you remember it being awesome because of the song? No, I saw it recently. Oh, okay. It definitely held up. It holds up. Excuse me today. I think um, if you uh, go into that movie with like a critic's mind, yeah, you're gonna say like, "Oh, this movie is terrible." But if you go in with the mindset of a fan, and then take put yourself in that setting too. What what year did it come out, Carl? That movie. My memory, I think, 1999. Yeah, so, like, put yourself into the shoes of a fan of that video game in, you know, the 90s, and you're seeing a franchise or a an IP that you loved on the big screen, you're going to be like, whoa! So, I'm pretty sure fans... It, it's like that age-old um, war of critics hate it, fans love it kind of thing. Yeah, I mean... I loved it, though. I really love it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I want the new Mortal Kombat to be to be great. You know, like, like Tony said, it was good, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. I have a list long, you know, of complaints that I won't get into. But mm-hmm. on this episode, though, we are actually going to be proving the contrary, at least in our opinions, that uh, even though the majority, I would say, of games based on movies are horrible, there's actually quite 
for me, a lot of games that were based on movies that were completely awesome. And we're going to actually list here on today's episode. And you guys have your own list as well. And also, we did not discuss each other's list. Like, I don't know what you guys have on yours. You don't know what I have on mine. Maybe Tony knows a couple because, you know, in a previous episode. Maybe, You'll definitely but... know what I have on mine, at least one. At least... <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm excited. It's, it's a fun topic, I think. And uh, also, uh, you know, listeners, you know, if you hear any of these games, you know, you definitely have the console uh, for this game. Recommend that you check it out. All right, so let's see. Who's going to go first? Still trying to decide that. I'll go. Oh, oh, I was going to say, go ahead, Tony. Do it. I I volunteered just because I feel like I have a very obvious one. I can't wait to hear it. All right, Tony, lay it on us. All right, it's got to be Spider-Man 2. I knew it. I knew it. How can I forget that? Bro, I'll you forget that when I texted you this. Uh, you did. <laughs> you texted me that, I think, legit yesterday. <laughs> yes. I texted you. Actually, yeah, longer. My bad. Like, four days ago. I think you texted yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah. This was probably, like, the day after we recorded the last episode. I'm sorry. Is that that thing that Caroline says? Like, I have a whole, like, yeah, library? Yeah, your memory bank is used up. Exactly. have a whole mind palace up in there. Some stuff gets lost. Your eight terabyte is used up by game knowledge, <laughs> and you can't fit anything else, and you don't want to delete anything. It's all yeah, precious. I agree with that. I feel like you indirectly said my memory is bad, but uh, nah, eight contrary. terabytes is great. Yeah, on the contrary, it's amazing. I think I'm rocking like a 512 MB USB stick. Yeah, you're you're running on RAM over there, buddy. But I do have a good short term memory. <laughs> a good short. <laughs> I mean, you both. No, but, uh, wow, I mean, that's... So, Spider-Man 2, I remember, uh, of course, years, for years, we had, like, a few talks about the game, and obviously we have Marvel Spider-Man released by... Insomniac. Uh, Insomniac Games. How do you think Spider-Man 2 holds up today compared to Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and, and Marvel Spider-Man? I wish I can... I wish I had the chance to have played Spider-Man 2 so I can compare it like with more recent experience. But I can still vividly remember swinging in Spider-Man 2 for the first time. I can remember the swinging. And for a long time, Spider-Man 2 had the best swinging until Insomniac Spider-Man. Like It took a very long time to get that swinging physics again in a modern Spider-Man game. And... It was almost like a joke because every time a new game came out, people would ask, is it swinging good? You know, like, how's the swinging? How's the swinging? Like, that's all we care yeah. about because Spider-Man's 2 swinging was so physics based. Like, you were literally almost like simulating a person swinging. It wasn't an animation. You were literally swinging on a rope and you had physics on like when to let go, um, at what arc would determine where you would fly like if you let go at the very top of your swing you'll go higher but slower if you let go near the bottom you'll go faster but lower which is fine but you have complete control over that and that's something that as a kid was kind of mind-blowing like i was able to practice how to get better at swinging because it really was a skill that you could get better at and that's what spider-man 2 was known for just the best swinging 
all the way up until 2018, I think, when Insomniac released um, the first Spider-Man. And also, on top of that, first open-world Spider-Man. So those two alone were pretty game-breaking for, for the time. Can you refresh my memory? Because I'm, I don't have the game Mind Palace. But what console did Spider-Man 2 come out on? This was PS2, I think. PS2 Ooh. and Xbox, and I think it was on a Nintendo console. Yeah, Nintendo GameCube, GameCube, right? Yeah. Actually, but it didn't have cutscenes on GameCube. Wait, what? Oh, no, I think that was the original one. Never mind. The first Spider-Man, I think it was on... Yeah, I'm confusing it. N64 had Spider-Man 1, and it yeah. didn't have any cutscenes. That didn't have any cutscenes, yeah. Yeah. Um, man, that's a throwback, dude. <laughs> Yo, you went even further. I love that game, the one for the PS One. <laughs> you know, for for a moment, I was considering my whole list as being Spider Man games because I played them all. <laughs> but I feel like that would have been kind of boring. <laughs> but yeah, Spider Man Two definitely pick up web cartridges. What <laughs> are the best movie tie in games that I could think of? Yeah, and I remember you you owned it for Nintendo GameCube, and I remember I bought your copy. And it was a heck of a good time. It was it was a heck of a good time. I also thought the mission variety was awesome too. I loved how um you actually got to play uh, missions of delivering pizza. Um, yeah. So it's funny the cutscene. You know, you as Peter Parker or whatever, but literally you, you dress as dress in your Spider Man suit and you have to swing around the city and, and beat the time or whatever. It, it was really cool. I love that game a lot. And Caroline, you have not had a chance to play the game. No, no, I have not played that game. I have seen, you know, I think it was on a a PewDiePie Let's Play. Uh, just insert YouTuber here. I remember watching a YouTuber um, talk about the game, though, and then play snippets of it. So I do know what gameplay you're talking about, but I never got to experience it. I would say awesome. I recommend it, but it's so old and really hard to try out <laughs> that I I can't say I would recommend it to you, Caroline. <laughs> but everyone else who has access to like retro consoles and are collectors and stuff, I bet they already know this is a great game. And yeah, just revisit it. It's a good game. I gotta pick up a copy of that game. I still have my PS2. I need to pick Me up too. a copy one day. Just test it out. Can I also mention one more thing? I want to cheat and add uh, The Amazing Spider-Man in the same category. Just get all your oh, Spider-Mans. Oh, for the 360? Day. Yeah, because I just want to mention the story. Carl, I already told you this, but I, I played a lot of the Spider-Man games, like I said, and a lot of them are tied into the movies. Um, before Insomniac, a lot of them were tied in. Um, so The Amazing Spider-Man, it was tied into you know the An- Andrew Garfield movie. And that one I remember being pretty good. It had fun missions, it had cool bosses. And even though it's tied into the movie, a lot of these games do their own thing and have bosses that never showed up in the movie and things like that. But it was really fun. And I just wanted to bring up that I played it, I think I borrowed it from Blockbuster. This is when Blockbuster existed. I played it, I beat it. I got a lot of achievements. I don't think I 100% it. But then I liked it so much, I went to GameStop, like, maybe a couple weeks later, and I wanted to buy it, and then the guy at the desk, he was saying, huh, are you sure you want this? 
<laughs> and I'm like, yeah. He's like, mm, yeah, it's not, it's not very good. I don't you know. Really to, you really want to get it? I'm like, I already beat it. I yes, I want it. I want it in my collection. Like, All right. And then he just rug it up. And I, I never forgot that because why would you, why would you try to stop a sale? Yeah. Yeah. He was a Make gamer first good. and a salesman second. <laughs> yeah. He earned uh, that job. I don't like when they do that though. They did that to my father one time, trying to pick up Earth Defense Force 2017. The guy asked him, I think, four times, Are you sure, man? You know, as he was scanning yeah. it. He's like, and So like, that's that the like... kind of game you are, huh? All yeah. right. I mean, clearly, this guy's never played EDF because that's one of the most fun games ever. So, yeah. come on. Come on, bro. I think oh, it kind of just people. shames your customer. Like, yeah. even if you could kind of. If they seem a little bit uninformed, then yeah, you can inform them like, hey, this game generally isn't the best in the series or whatever. But if you could tell somebody knows what they're doing and they're a gamer, don't don't shame them for the kind of games they like. What's up with that? Yo, if I play Barbie Spies, man, on the 360. Then ring it up. 59.99. No question. I love Barbie Spies. It's a free thousand Gs, man. Just ring it yeah. up. I need that for my game score. You know? <laughs> Just leave me alone. Yeah. And I can't front. Barbie Spies was a good game. It was. I, it was. But uh. But yeah, that's my first one. Yeah. Yeah. Have anything else to say though on the Amazing Spider-Man? Because that game was dope. No, I think that was it. And I just read um while I was looking it up doing the research, I forgot that it was voiced. They got back Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst. Wow. They got Alfred Molina. They got uh Bruce Campbell. He did the narration for the whole game. So it was really cool. That's really impressive because um, for a lot of like this game, these games aren't on my list because I didn't play all of them. But like for the Star Wars games, they did not do that. They they got voice actors that just sounded very similar to the characters and had them like imitate them or, or yeah. do it like kind of like impressions of them. So for the game to actually go all the way and get the actors to do it, I think that that shows a real level of dedication that they were trying like in this game to make it a good one. It's not like this was just a cash grab, like, oh, the movie's coming out. Let's make a game. It so, was done by fans. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and I don't think anybody it. would have been upset if they didn't have the original voice actors either. I think they just want that extra step. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They handled it with care. It was open, and I do believe the Amazing Spider-Man video game did take place after the first film. Which was pretty dope, and you saw like Oscorp or whatever, and the robots and and, and Rhino. Oh yeah, for the Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, that took yeah, place right after, after the first the movie. And I thought that was dope, and especially oh my goodness, when you had to fight the, the the lizard, I think, and you had to go like in the sewers, or whatever. And there's like different mutated creatures. It, it was a dope mm-hmm. game. It was a dope game, and I highly recommend that. I, I, as a matter of fact, I, I need to get that for my collection. And all you gotta do is turn around and grab it from your library. No big deal. <laughs> I don't have it actually. Tony, can I borrow it? I think I still got it, sure. Cool. All right, we'll talk more about that after the podcast. All right. All right, cool. So then the next game on uh, Caroline, you want to go next? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's the first game on your list? The first game on my list is Transformers Dark of the Moon. It was oh. released on the Xbox 360. Now, chronologically speaking, in terms of video games, because Transformers Dark of the Moon is Transformers 3. By Michael yes. Bay. And uh, I 
I did play Transform. I do want to preface. I played all of the Transformers games that line up with Michael Bay's movies. But Dark of the Moon to me was the most fun because I remember there's this scene. It's like in a ruin or something. Or not a scene, but there's a moment in the game where it's like in a ruin and you're kind of running around as a Decepticon, if I remember correctly. And I think I failed that mission <laughs> like five times. And when I finally, like, I had to go full in, gamer lean forward, uh, no distractions, dark room, TV light on. Game and fuel, Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> Blue light filter, glasses light on. Filter glasses. The, well, the, my glasses already naturally filter that out. But yeah. Oh, dang. Um, I go one step beyond. But that was, I think, out of all the Transformers experiences, though, because, and those games to me were very cash grab, quick, the movie's coming out, let's make a game for it, and uh, just just get that out there so people in a GameStop will just pick it up. But Dark of the Moon felt like it had a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit more effort than the rest of the games. The plot, like, the actual story to, to beat it itself... Um, it was really long, comparative to um, Transformers One, and I, I could be wrong, but I don't know if Transformers Two had a game for it, or if it was just kind of like a side story based on Transformers One. But Transformers One from by Michael Bay definitely had a game. Um, but this one, Dark of the Moon, actually, because like, Transformers One was just kind of a game of the story, so it was the movie but as a video game. You know what I mean? So you were just playing the movie and it was like, quick, go get Sam. And then you, it was like the scene from the movie I'm where sorry. you're Bumblebee and you're going to yeah, go. Yeah, who said that line, Caroline? <laughs> you know, <laughs> big guy off of his truck. Go Sam. A little bit of of Frodo in there when you pronounce Sam, but yeah. <laughs> so the Transformers 1 was just like a frame for frame recreation of the movie but you're playing it transformers 3 went one step beyond if not more because they were like hey we're gonna take this from the perspective of the decepticons we're gonna show what they're plotting behind the scenes we're also gonna like take you to the dark side of the moon um and we're gonna like do all this the story was so long and expansive and it was really good and i was like dang this is fun Carl, awesome. have you played Transformers? I played a few Transformers games, but I did not play that one. And I was actually going to ask, did it play like War for Cybertron at all, or uh, no, well, the Fall Cybertron? A little bit. It um, it did not have the same kind of controls. The controls were a little clunky. It was definitely a third-person shooter, and uh, you could. It, it was a little. You know, the more I think about it, it was very clunky. And uh, it it was not as smooth. Like, Transformers War for Cybertron is a good game. That's the thing. It, it's a good game. Transformers Dark of the Moon is good just because it was bad, but it was surprisingly better than the rest of the ones that came before it. So it was just kind of like a breath of fresh air. And uh, the, the controls are really clunky. I do remember there was this glitch at one part of a level where if you were Bumblebee, and you walked over like a certain type of texture on the map or whatever, you couldn't transform. And then I remember sitting there 
stressed out because Optimus Prime was shouting at me over the intercom like Bumblebee <laughs> transform and I couldn't like there was a glitch and no matter how much I hit the button I couldn't transform <laughs> Bumblebee roll out <laughs> Five minutes later. And, and, and Bumblebee's Bumblebee. walking at a yeah. leisurely pace to the next Bumblebee. checkpoint Bumblebee hurry up <laughs> Wait, so what was the glitch like the the area you were in didn't let you it was like for some reason either i walked over a certain texture on the ground like a a layer and it the game like glitched i remember bumblebee kind of sank through the floor at some point and then he reappeared back up and then and i was that like, ruined oh, it for the rest of the level not ruined transforming for the rest of the level yeah like, i could still walk and interact and do things but i couldn't transform at all which, you know, in a game like Transformers is pretty crucial. It sounds like it's a little necessary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, so that means... Did he have to transform into a car? Or did he have to yeah. transform into a... Yeah, I was a robot, and I had to turn uh. back into a car. Oh. And, there were, and that was kind of like part of the thing, because there were levels that were mixed levels. So you would reach a section where it was like, all right, transform into a robot and like shoot these Decepticons. And then it would be like, all right, transform into a car, because you're going to have to you know, drive really fast off of this um, ramp and, like, get to the next level, like, or get to the next, like, area. So, you know, I I'm at this part. It looked kind of like a highway. And I had just beaten these Decepticons, and Optimus Prime is yelling at me, like, Bubble Bay, transform and go help Jazz. And then, or not Jazz, but, you know, insert Autobot here. And uh, I was like, all right, let me, trans let me transform. Let me, why am I not transforming? <laughs> oh no and so i was just like all right i'll walk it and then as i'm walking optimus is just going like bumblebee go faster and i'm like Ugh. i just had to walk that whole level he just were you able to pass time. it uh no i think that. i think i did die because i had to drive off of a ramp like i previously stated mm. and i couldn't do that so i thought i could just jump off the ramp no there i had to drive off of it because there was a huge gap that I couldn't do it from just leaping. So, yeah. that There were some pretty big bugs in that game. Even until this day, have you at least completed the game? Yeah, I think I did finish it. There you go. Wow. Through a buggy mess, you still beat it. Well, what um, a console was this game available on? This was on Xbox 360. Interesting. Okay, awesome. To be honest, I want to give it a try. <laughs> you know the story like i said the story was pretty high it was all right i don't know if it's engaging enough i think 99 percent of the reason i stuck around was because i love transformers so much so right. that, it can be a little frustrating i definitely want to look it up i'm curious i want to check it out all right and then is there anything else you want to add to the to that game before we move mm -hmm. on no, I just, I kind of wish that the Transformers games got a little more recognition because it's a shame that I think the, I feel like the reputation of those movie games kind of hindered later on with the War for Cybertron games because people were not buying the War for Cybertron series as much because they assumed that it was tied into the films, whereas those games were legitimately good games. but. You know, we at least we still got them. They were still made, but yeah. As you like, you're speaking. I was trying to remember because I think there's a couple of Transformer games that released on the Nintendo Wii. 
but there was one in particular that I really wanted because it played as a gunrail shooter. And I really want that. Because you know me, like, my favorite kind of games are gunrail shooters, like Time Crisis 2, House of the Dead, etc. I'm a major fan, and that's my favorite kind of game. So when I did research one day, and this game played like a gunrail shooter, you still see Bumblebee, whatever, and, you know, you sort of, like, an over-the-shoulder perspective, but the game sort of moves for you. So it's like you're running cover to cover, and you have to take out all the... Uh, the set the bots, whatever. Like it's it's really dope. I still have yet to get the game though, but I really want it. Can you repeat that last? He said it right. I did, heard it. Did, 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 did he? Yeah. We the all know. <laughs> it, it was the Septicons. Okay. It, it is called the Septicons. Yes. Oh, okay. Said well, I said the set the bots. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Set the pots. <laughs> Carl, I totally get it, man. We all knew. We all knew what you meant. <laughs> that's good. And then on that note, I guess I'll move on to the next game. Yes, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what came out of your mouth? Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right. So the first game, so I'm gonna begin with a banger and I'm gonna end with a banger. With a banger. Good job, man. Yeah. So the first game to me that was, oh, I highly recommend, I love so much, <clears throat> is Scarface, The World Is Yours. This awesome. game originally released on July 25th, 2006. It released on the original Xbox, PS2, um, Wii, and it's on the Wii, uh, PC, and a little sad, it was an uh, Xbox 360 version was being developed, but it never released. It got canceled. Oh, wow. and yeah, which really sucked. It would have been awesome. So, <clears throat> what I like about this game is, um, is that the game basically it's a sequel to the film, and it's a big what if to the movie. So, in the, the movie, sorry, spoilers if listeners you haven't seen the film, it's a pretty hardcore film. Um, if you can stomach it, then you know I recommend watching it. But <clears throat> pretty much. At the end of the film, um, Scarface pretty much gets assassinated by this dude with a double barrel shotgun that goes behind them and shoots whatever. But in the what video did he say game, before oh never mind, go ahead. What, <laughs> what is it? Uh, but, um, and um, oh yeah, when he's like drugged up and he's like Superman, he takes all these bullets and he's like, oh, "Come on, take all you on." He's still getting a little bit. The dude with the barrel, double barrel shotgun comes up behind them and shoots him, and then yeah. he finally dies. Uh, but in the video game, it sort of takes that scene, uh, instead of him getting shot up so much, um, actually a, a few times he gets shot, um, the dude enters his room, I guess, whatever, slowly creeping up behind him, and in the game, you play at that point. You you play a Scarface, and you have to turn around, kill so the guy, cool. and then, yeah, and then literally you have to fight your way out the mansion. And then when you fight your way out the mansion, um, I forgot the main drug dealer's name, uh, I think it's a uh, Gaza. No, uh, um, was was it Gaza? It's been a long time since I've yeah, seen that. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name is um, Gaza, whatever, like that. But you know, he's going to war with Tony Montana. Obviously, he's the one that launched the attack. So basically, you as Tony Montana, you fight your way out of there, and you pretty much start from the bottom. Your empire got taken away from you by uh, the the major drug dealer in the game. I think it's Gaza, whatever, and um. You pretty much start from the bottom, and you're trying to rebuild your empire, and it's really cool. You play as Montana. Um, what really 
the game is just pure fun. I mean, just the way you... The soundtrack is awesome. The way you... The combat, to me, was very, very fun. Um, it was a third-person, you know, shooter. But the aiming felt awesome. And when you hold down the L trigger, I think, to aim... Uh, you lock onto somebody. You could use the right thumbstick to aim at which part you want to shoot. So you could choose to aim for the head, aim for the arms. And like there's literally... Out. No, not like uh, the, the fast system where time uh-huh. just slows down... And then you choose a body part, and then there's an animation. No, no, no. You're in control the whole time. When you lock on, you get to choose which body part uh, specifically you want to aim at. So if I want to shoot the dude's arm off, I could aim at the arm. And but does it slow down, or there's no slowdown? There's no slowdown. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so you're doing that in real time. And, uh, you know, there's just, you know, capitations and stuff. And, you know, in terms of the gunplay. And, um, oh, actually, you can slow down time. I'm sorry. Yes. So, yeah, well, when you're aiming down, like I said, you don't slow down. Where the slowing down comes to play is that you could sort of, um, the more kills you get, and then it's cool because as Tony Montana, you press the B button after every kill, you could taunt. So, like, after you, you know, uh, take down a hostile, you could go, oh, you want to play with me? You know, he just press B, he does his, his famous taunts, like, I bury you, cockroach, or whatever. Okay, and then, I'm reloading. Yeah, exactly. yeah, dude, it's amazing. Dude, there's so much excitement when, when he says that. Okay, I'm reloading. And you're just like, dude, 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 it's awesome. Um, but in other words, the more kills you get, and then after you get the kill, you taunt, you build up a meter. And it's pretty much like a rage meter. And when that meter fills up, um, when you activate the rage mode, you go into a first-person mode, so it becomes like a first-person shooter. You have infinite ammo, and your bullets are destructive, and yeah, and like time slows down, and it's 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 awesome. It really is fun, um, and and very useful, especially because um, also the more kills you get in or during rage mode, the the more health you get back. So it really helps, and basically the game, to me, I find this game legit better. I'm gonna say it than than GTA. I find it more fun than GTA San Andreas. Uh, which one? Uh, oh, Vice San Andreas. San Andreas, um, Vice City. I legit. I find Scarface more fun than those games, just because of how the comp- the combat is played. Um, you can also also the side activities, and you know you are making drug deals and stuff. And does it's it feel a like game. anything? Does it feel like uh, another game you could compare it to? Like I'm thinking, does it feel like Saints Row? Or does it feel like Sleeping Dogs? Or does it feel like... I wouldn't... Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't say that. I think... This is, I think just that's a good thing. The shooting. Yeah, like... Oh, just the game... Uh, just the shooting? Yeah, like the gameplay game and shooting and like the movement. That's what I'm curious about. Hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. Not the story or anything. Not the rage and oh, meter. Yeah, just yeah, like I'm... how it feels when you're moving the, the sticks and when you're shooting. It definitely feels great. And I say I say this in in a good way though. I could, it's hard for me to think of one in the top of my head because that's what I like about the game. It feels like its own identity. It feels like its own game. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when I'm talking about the combat wise. You know, like I'm not sure what I can compare it to, um, off the top of my head. But I think that's a good thing that I can't. Okay. Oh, it's like this game or it's like that game. You know. But I highly recommend. You playing it, you know, and what's really cool is that even though they never came out with a native Xbox 360 um, version of the game, you can, if you have an Xbox 360 laying around, and if you have original Xbox version of the game, 
a copy of the game, you could put it in your Xbox 360 and play it on your Xbox 360. It's backwards compatible. And I do believe you can play it at 720p natively. All right, I'll borrow it from your library. Is this a game that you have in your library? You own this? Yes. I knew it. Uh, Except for one game, pretty much every other game I will say from my list, I own. (laughs) So, (laughs) literally, I'm talking from uh, pure experience here. Memory. So, yeah. And then, so this was a game that it had to be on my list. I could have not forget. To me, it was. it was hard to miss because this game is memorable and it really is really good and I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's a good game, man. And I love that idea that he survives the end of the movie. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and it's brilliant that they didn't just make uh, uh, a sequel to the film directly and it's going to be like a two-hour film or even a three-hour film. I like how they made the pretty much a sequel of the movie into a game because... You know, there's no uh, time limit, so to speak. It can make yeah. the game eight hours. And it's, you know, and they could, you know, thoroughly flesh out the story. Um, you know what I mean? Compared to if it was a film, you know, they can't make a... a they could, but, you know, they're not going to make a six-hour film. <laughs> you know, same people are going to, you know, you not watch it all. You director's cut for that. Exactly, you know. Or like if it's like Apocalypse Now, I think that film was like four hours or five hours. But anyway, <clears throat> so that was the first game on the list. Now... On to you, Tony. What you got for us? All right. I think I got one that maybe all three of us played. Carl, I know you played for sure. No doubt. And one of the reasons I have it so that we could talk about it. Uh, King Kong for the 360. My man. Yes. <laughs> my man. Oh, man. It's funny. I did not put that on my list. It's crazy. How can I forget? Oh, my goodness. So, this is a game that I didn't even beat, but I had to mention it because I remember this game being one of those games that everybody was mentioning because of how good it looked at the time. And if you look at it now, it looks horrendous. (laughs) It looks so bad. Really? I love it. The original Xbox One looks like clay, you know, but the 360 version... I mean, uh, it I, looks, I remember I, how it looks when it was like on the GameStop display TVs, and it did look like, wow, next gen. Look at the rain on these rocks <laughs> and the mountain and the trees. No, but if you look at it now, Carl, I mean, it's, it's still a game that I like those kind of graphics, but that's not, that's not a showpiece anymore. That's not like a I look am, at how graphics used to look. Uh, yeah, like, I am looking at screenshots. Right now, as you were saying what you just said, and wow, those screenshots that you see, we it was mind blowing with the 360. Hey, Carolyn, you're looking at the 360 version, right? Correct, okay, cool. I made sure to make that distinction. (laughs) (laughs) So, original Xbox, everything looks like mud, but continue, Tony. Yeah, so I had to bring it up just for that. It was definitely one of those games that was used to display the power of next, you know, next gen. PS3 and 360. And they did a lot of... It was a launch title. Yeah. They did a lot of cool things with it, too. They were mentioning uh, a lot of things that are used today in modern games. Like, they use a very limited um, heads-up display so that it could feel more immersive. You know, like, you you remember that? Like, you check your ammo yes. by, like, looking at the gun. There's, there's nothing mm-hmm. telling you how much ammo you have in your gun. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think there's anything on your screen, actually, right? No health bar, no radar, nothing like that. That's right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't see a type of interface or HUD or anything. Yeah, so that's something that's used a lot now. Um, that I wouldn't, I don't think King Kong originated that idea, but um, that's the first time I was aware of it, that it was a very deliberate choice to not include that. And I thought it was cool. And yeah, I remember, I don't know, I'm, I don't know how far into the game this is. I hope it's not really early on, but I remember I got stuck and never beat the game when it was like, do you remember that level where it feels like you're in the sewers or something? It's not sewers, but it's like you're in a temple maybe, and there's like really low, shallow water on the floor, and then there's like worms. There's like these, like uh, centipede kind of things. What did you say? Centipede kind of. Oh thing? yeah, yeah, the centipede. Oh. Yeah, there's like <laughs> giant centipedes after you. That's yeah. when I got stuck, and that's when I stopped playing. I hope that's not like level two, but that's as far as I got. <laughs> I think you're supposed to use your torch to to burn uh, like the bushes, or whatever, and then like to scare them off. I wasn't as as experienced, and I wasn't looking up <laughs> any walkthroughs. I just gave up when I couldn't go any further. <laughs> you didn't put two and two together at the time. No, but there was water everywhere. Um, y'all, I'm looking yeah. up like the listing, so. Amazon currently has King Kong the 360 edition used for $60. Oh, okay. And there's probably other. Oh, yeah, go ahead. If you go to eBay, there's only, as far as I can tell, there's one listing. It's like the top listing. And it's, it says brand new, lowest price, $150. So you just reminded me what came to mind right now. What could be one of the factors of why it costs so much? It could be other reasons, Carl. Maybe you're thinking of some, but the one that immediately came to mind is it's a very easy 1,000 gamer score. Oh. Very easy. It was one of those games that people used to to boost up hunters. their gamer score. Yeah, I remember I bought it from GameFly. I beat in it. I got a thousand gamer score. Yeah, you you get a thousand <laughs> just for beating the game. Nothing fancy. No finding Easter eggs. Just beat the game. <laughs> It's already, and I mean, I couldn't do that. (laughs) I wonder how much the okay, so the regular Xbox, which Carl said, and I quote, looks like mud of King Kong, is thirty bucks. So you could go thirty for the mud, sixty for the (laughs) next gen, brand new, amazing, terrific. Thirty just to play it for, dare I say it fun or 60 to get all the achievements baby yeah yeah i need that i need that for my collection <laughs> even i already got a thousand but i would like to have that game you know to my collection and as you said it's brand no it's used on amazon for 60 years right correct well dear it's a high price and it it's not like prime or anything it's worth every penny within six to yeah. ten business days that's funny because and- Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and you got to pay $4 shipping, but go ahead. Oh, come on, the chief. All right, now they're game stopping you with that. <laughs> yeah, and I, <laughs> it's funny because I, I just got a game that, um, and it's a quick point because I know it's not really part of the episode, but I just got a game that um, you get an easy thousand um, literally by playing the first five minutes of the game. And Avatar? Uh, yeah. 
I got the Avatar. <laughs> you the got Fire the Arrow. Avatar? How I much? Just got, I got it for 15 bucks on Amazon. That's a steal, honestly. It is because eBay, it's minimum 30 bucks. Yeah, that's another one of those games. People buy it just for the easy gamer score. Yeah, and I think on Amazon too, there's like it's like thirty dollars and up. But I got there was one seller that he was selling it for. Actually, yeah, he was selling it for nineteen. But I had a five dollar Amazon gift card. Yeah, I applied it and I just got it fifteen dollars because it's backwards compatible on the Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. So, um, yeah, I picked it All up. All achievement there. hunters out there, they know what's up with that. Those are the games yeah. to look out for. It's and it's a little funny because it's hard not. To get all the achievements, um, I I purposely stopped myself from getting the last achievement because I wanted an excuse to play the game, you know, to play through it and actually have try to have fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I literally because the, the five achievements in the game is literally the first achievement, uh, get a ten hit combo, twenty hit, thirty hit, forty hit, fifty hit. And yeah, and you could do that all in the tutorial, right? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And but for me, I wanted to stop at thirty. <laughs> But by accident, um, I'm you know I'm learning how to fight, whatever, and I'm like pressing buttons, and I thought I did a long pause, but for some reason, it still counted my combos, and I got forty, and I got like forty five. Like no, I don't want to get the last achievement, and I literally stopped moving for like a minute. I stopped moving so that the combo meter could go away, and and then you know I Girl, just get the last achievement. We know you're not just... playing that for fun. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I want to play for fun though. Brother, sixty. Oh, nobody plays for fun anymore. Come on, we need achievements, progression systems, loot boxes. Come on, ranks, level ups. <laughs> it's all HDR and sixty frames. It, it, it feels good to play though. It feels good to play. But, um, so yeah, back to your game, Tony. I'm sorry for the interruption. Anything else you want to say on on Peter Jackson? Keith no, I, I said what I had to say. I, I never beat it. The graphics were amazing at that time, t- 2006 or 7? 6. No, 5. When did 365? Yeah, 2005, November. And yeah, that's it. I don't know. I don't know if you wanted to add anything, but I definitely knew you played this game and we've spoken about it. Yeah, I loved it. I, I loved, uh, to me, what really sold is you could play as a first-person shooter. And you can play as King Kong. Oh, Mads, also, you can fight T-Rex in there. Uh-huh. Um, and I own it for the original Xbox. I've beaten that version. So I beat it in Claymation and stuff. And then later, you know, years <laughs> later, I... I uh, <laughs> and then I... Um, and then I uh, rented it from Gamefly. You got the Tim Burton Presents. <laughs> you got that yeah. stop motion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I rented from Gamefly the Xbox 360 version. And then I was like, man, this is... Graphics are crazy. You see the actual details on the Tommy gun. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the drum mag on the Tommy gun doesn't look like a clay pot. It actually looks like a drum mag, you know? And I remember... The but specific... now it probably looks like a clay pot again. <laughs> Maybe. No, yeah. but I remember the biggest change for me that blew my mind was the T-Rexes. On the Xbox 360, the textures on the T-Rexes. Where I'm like, yo, it looks so real. It looks like reptile skin. You know, it's awesome where the original Xbox, that detail was completely absent, you know? And it looked, it looked like, like a monster. couch. Look, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like, um, it looked like somebody took oatmeal and formed it into a T-Rex. <laughs> I'll give it Xbox that for, uh, for these screenshots I'm looking at. That T-Rex looks really good. I was like, dang, you know, that's not, that's not bad. Yeah. I remember it blew my mind when I played the game. I was like, oh, yes, a real dinosaur. It's so awesome, you know. 
and playing as King Kong, just smacking him up. It was so satisfying. And then, Caroline, I'm sorry, did you mention that you play the game at all, or no? No, I have I have a feeling, you know, before we started recording, Tony was like, oh, Carl, you're going to know all these games on my list. I, in my mind, I was like, it's going to be the opposite for both of y'all with me. I'm probably going to know none of these games. You're going to know two more on my list. See, you said that. You were like, you probably know this. And then you said King Kong. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I, that's what I said, probably. But I did say you'll know the games on my list. You knew my first one. And I know you're going to know two more. I guarantee you that. Okay. Okay. But I did like looking up these prices on like Amazon and GameStop and stuff. I kind of want to keep doing that as the lists go on. See what people value these games at today. You should be checking the Metacritic. That's that's oh, interesting. Oh, that's a good. Ooh, King Kong, three sixty Metacritic. <laughs> Y'all want to do a little prices, right? You want to guess the score? That one, like seventy. Uh, eighty-five. Are we going for prices right, or are we going for who's closest? Let's do prices right. <laughs> Okay, if we're going prices right, then Tony won because it's eighty. Oh. That was five. That's a great score. Yeah. That's a good score. That was five points away. That's you were five points away. <laughs> Sorry, Carl, what was our rules? I didn't make them. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind to when I said, let's do prices right. <laughs> I don't remember that show. The the idea is that you don't want to go over. If you go over, then you lose. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All right, you want fair square? I give it to you. <laughs> okay, so I guess awesome. it's 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 me next, right? Yeah. Yes. What do you got for? Okay, us? so for the remainder of my games are going to be really old. Um, so the next game on my list is Chicken Little, for the Game Boy Advanced. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you said that because it actually just became backwards compatible on the Xbox One. You can really? Version. Yeah. I might replay this. Um, so so Chicken Little, in case y'all don't remember, it is a Disney movie that came out during the Disney drought. This was when Disney was making not so favorable films. Chicken Little was considered one of them. It did not. It was not a box office success. However, I was young, a child when that film came out and so i liked it because it was disney and i had a game boy advance oh um in red i think it was a game boy advance sd one of those fancy ones and uh, i had chicken little on it and i you know have y'all ever Wait, played S- the sp or the game boy advance sp the okay. game well the 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 one that you flip yeah well yeah, it was called SP. the game boy advance SP. okay yeah game boy advance sp um, I had one of those, and do y'all remember a game called, was it Tack in the Power of Juju? Oh, that's a throwback. Yeah, that's a classic. No. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping so, you'd say something super popular. That would have been funny. That uh, <laughs> was popular. Actually, uh, I was on TV ta- series. Tack in the Power of Juju was really popular oh, I, I never at heard the of time. It. Um, I remember seeing the commercials for it on like Nickelodeon and stuff. And uh, so this game, Chicken Little, is like an exact ripoff of that game, but it's just retextured to look like Chicken Little, the Disney movie. Yeah. (laughs) So um, it's kind of like a platformer. I do remember it being really hard. 
I didn't beat it. Like I didn't finish it. I got pretty frustrated with it. But um what was I trying to there was this part where you're playing as like there's a character called the ugly duckling and she's like the best friend of Chicken Little. And uh you're going into like because spoiler alert, there's aliens in the movie. And you're going into I had no idea. A spaceship. <laughs> yeah. I never saw it. Love <laughs> to add it to the list. Sounds like a good film. Uh it you know, I like it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really funny. It might be considered cringe humor today. In fact, no, I think it is cringe humor. I probably humor. like it. Yeah, you probably would love it. It's pretty cringy. But um there's this part in the game where you're the ugly duckling and you're trying to break into this spaceship and rescue a little baby alien that the the crew, like the main crew of the movie became friends with. And there's like an a mechanic where you are on this like air lift like you have to jump on this platform and then the air would bounce you up and down and you had to get off of it at the right time to make it to the next platform and there was here's another glitch story there was a glitch that you would clip through that platform and so then i would just like fall to my death and i was like oh come on and it was so frustrating that i just i didn't pick it up again i didn't try to you know power through it I just I just dropped it and I never went back to it. But um, so, would you recommend this game? If it has been pat, well, this was on the Game Boy Advanced, so maybe on the Xbox because it was released on. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article: GameCube, PC, PlayStation Two, um, the original Xbox, and the Game Boy Advance. I'm thinking on like the PS2 and the Xbox. Maybe it doesn't have those glitches since those are like fully powered consoles compared to the Game Boy Advance. Um, so maybe if you play it there, it actually works. I do remember it has a Spider-Man 2 in the fact that they got all the cast back to voice their roles. Um, with the exception of one character, I think, that didn't like that the voice act the actor didn't come back. But it has like the original cast. The music from from Chicken Little is in the video game and the music is pretty good. It's like that kind of um they didn't get what's that band like they didn't get smash mouth but they got like a smash mouth knockoff all the music around like 2005 kind of sounded similar to that like that kind of punk yeah grunge yeah yeah pump yeah yeah Uh, but not really whatever pop yeah 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 pop punk so they have all the music in the game too so that's what makes it pretty cool i think it has really good music Wow, so like, did you hear like the music in eight bit or? Sometimes when you're playing a level, you would hear like, there's a song that's called like "One Little Slip," but you would hear, like you would just hear the melody of it, and then once you would reach like the end of the level, then they'd bring the vocals Hmm. back, and it would be all "One Little Slip." Yeah, I'm curious about this game because you said it came out for GameCube, PS2. An Xbox, right? Yeah. And I know GBA games were oftentimes very different to games released on console. Like, I remember with the Spider-Man games specifically, like, when you got a new Spider-Man game on console, the one that came out on Game Boy was, like, a side-scroller or something. Yeah. Or, like, for the DS, it was, like, something completely different. So I wonder if even if you experienced the console version in some way or... 
you experienced like the handheld version. And during this time, I'm going to bet that you played a completely different game from the console version. I wouldn't be surprised because you're right. I completely didn't take that into account. I'm looking and you up. You still get the game. Yeah, it's true. I'm looking up the, I guess, the pricing. And the Game Boy Advanced is $20 on Amazon. And it's still, they charge you like $4 delivery. But yeah, for some reason, on. This is the, Disney. Yeah. On the PS2, so it's 20 bucks Game Boy Advance. PS2, it's five bucks. What? Uh, I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little at a loss for that. It's like, huh. I think it's a crime not to buy it because of that price. This is a combination of Nintendo and Disney, the two companies who love to never drop prices and overcharge <laughs> for everything. Although what's crazy is like, so it came out also for the original Xbox and GameCube. For GameCube, it's $34. You and see? Then, yeah, for the original Xbox, 20 bucks. And then Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, 20 bucks. But then PS2, it's like, yeah, $5. What about the 360? Uh... Let's see here. I don't think it was released on the 360. I think it just came out Xbox. Yeah, it's just OG Xbox. Is it backwards compatible? Can you play the original Xbox version? I gotta look into that. That's that's very interesting. <clears throat> yeah, so that's my that's mine. Is Chicken Little for the Game Boy Advance. Awesome. Definitely curious about the game. Definitely want to check it out. Um, yeah, because I have a a modded console with a Game Boy Advance emulator on it, and I would love oh. to play it, <laughs> the, the emulated version of it, to see how it is, and then maybe one day in the future pick up the the Xbox version and oh, play on I my do, Series X. I do want to point out before we move on, um, how I said like Transformers: Dark of the Moon had its own story, and it actually like took the time to delve into other stories. Chicken Little is not that. You're playing the story of the movie, so that's another thing to take into consideration. It's just a play-by-play. Oh, nice. So, so I don't have to watch the film. I could just play the game. <laughs> yeah, if that's I'll your watch the film. preferred method of consuming content. Wow. That's awesome. All right. I think we'll play it. Somebody watches it and then we come together and uh, we'll talk about the movie. <laughs> it's all uh, coming together now. Yeah. <clears throat> and... So the second game that's on my list, man, what do I want to talk about second? It's so good. All right. It's kind of a second and third game, but meaning that's the same movie series, I guess. I'm just going to put it into one. So the second game on my list is the Godfather games, the uh, Godfather, the game, and then the Godfather part two, the game. The Godfather 1 game came out on March 27th in the year 2006. And then The Godfather Part 2 came out in April 2009. And it pretty much released for every console besides the... Well, Part 2, I think, was strictly PS3 and Xbox 360, maybe PC. And I think it probably stopped there. But the first Godfather game came out... On the console I just said, 360, PS3, original Xbox, PS2, um, PSP, and 
Well, Nintendo Wii as well. Came out for a lot of consoles, in other words. But what's really dope about this game, uh, The Godfather, the first one, and the second one is you get to create your own character from scratch. And what's really cool, and uh, I, I beat both... Well, I beat the first game. I have not beat the second one yet. Um, but the first game, <clears throat> I remember, is that um, you get to create your character, and then you sort of... It plays during the events of the film. But it's was kind of unique because they made it so again you're, you're creating your own character he's not mentioned in the films but rather you play as a recruit that you know is recruited to the the don Colleone family and you uh for example i remember this one particular scene there's this character named uh, i think his name is sam he's like the hothead um he's like an underboss whatever there's a scene where he drives up to um it's a setup he's going to see his sister um, he, he heard that his sister was getting abused by her husband, or whatever. So he's going over there in range, um, in, in a rage, <clears throat> and then he stops at, um, sort of like a, uh, oh my goodness, what is it called? Like a toll booth, so to speak. Yeah. And he stopped at his toll station, <clears throat> and it was a whole bunch of like mafia dudes. They came out with their Tommy guns and lit him up. And in a film, you just see him. He dies there, and then, you know, sort of goes to the next scene. But in the video game, um, that same scene plays out where he gets out, you know, he gets set up. He stops at the toll booth thing. Um, dude, shoot him up. And then um, your character, he was sent to follow Sam by one of the bosses to make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. Because he gets angry. He gets carried away when he's angry. So they added more context in other words to that scene. And then when you're not too far behind Sam, um, you, witness him, you, you witness him getting lit up. And then you see one of the guys responsible for it drive away in the video game. You have to chase that guy down. And then you have to, uh, you know, you fight him, etc. And in other words, adds more context to the scene and more background, so to speak. So I like how they did that with the game where the scenes are in the movie. In the movie, you're, you were never mentioned. But in the game, they made it so that um, it, it, it's definitely believable that you were there. But you were more like in the background, so to speak. You know, or does that make sense? <clears throat> yeah, that makes perfect sense. I love the way that worked out. It it is. It definitely is. And the graphics were awesome. And what's really fun about the game as well that I think is a little unique is that you also um walk around and you have to um like for the family you go around to these you could go to different shops or whatever and then you will have to um make the people like listen like this shop is underneath the Don Corleone's protection. You got to pay us this much every week and the shop owners could resist. And then you would have to like break their store down or whatever. Um, or even sometimes burn the store down or you could rough up the shop owner. And the fighting mechanics were very awesome. You fight with the right thumbstick. Um, I think you could grapple with the left trigger or something like that. And the combat was really fun to play um, as well as the shooting too. And it was, it was really awesome. Like it felt it never felt stale. You know, the story pulled you because it was a story from the movie, uh, but with more context. And legit, you felt like a dude in the mafia, you know, and you're working your way up the ranks. And what's really cool is that in the game, um, if you 100% complete the game, you actually will become the Don of New York. And you actually see a cutscene of you becoming the Don, everyone's kissing your hand, you know, because you become the new Godfather. And it's really, it's really awesome. 
and um i played it for actually i first had it my pop got me it for the original xbox i beat that version and then um how old were you i was like 13 maybe Oh, daddy! I want to beat up people. I want to peel a shovel. Like, right, I want to be the dog, This was coming. I, was... <laughs> I want to run you York, daddy. I want to run New York. I can't even say it right. New York. <laughs> but yeah, New York. New York. I had like one tooth in my mouth. Wait, if I'm 13, I had one one, one tooth. Like, what bad. happened to the room? Yeah, that's yeah, that really bad. That's really bad. For 13 years old, I got one tooth. Oh, yeah, and then uh. Who was it? You lost um, all your baby teeth in one go. <laughs> yeah, you were saving all of them. Me. Take them out in one night. <laughs> yeah, and then um, and part two, um, you know, you play in advance of part two, um, but it's it's a little different because you play as, um, oh my goodness, as a, I think you really play as a boss, um. And he something happens to the Don, and you automatically become the Don. And so you end up running the whole region, and uh, you still do the things where you go to stores and you beat up shop owners or whatever. And, but, you, but they made the game in a larger scale where you have a posse, you know what I'm saying? You run your own crew, you equip them with like body armor and stuff, you um, do like black market deals. Um, they spend it on the con- they expanded, excuse me, on the combat as well. And then I'm trying to um oh, and they also added multiplayer to the game as well. So that game had online multiplayer, which was good if you were not hosting the game. And that was a little funny. That was a little controversial when the game came out because um how the game played was whoever hosted the game and whoever's the second player that joined the match, those two players will become dons. And how it works is that you are you become the don of the battlefield in a multiplayer match. Um, so it's like a bird's eye view. And then you give the objectives to the rest of the players what you want done. So you tell the people, oh, I want you to capture this business, right? And I want you to protect the business. And, you know, you point them in different directions, but you're never playing as a character on the battlefield. The rest of the players are. You get what I'm saying? So it... Yeah, so only host a game if you want to direct. If you want that power. Other guys. To yes, direct the other guys. Um, and yeah, never shot a crew, rob a yeah. car, or whatever. You can sort of think of it as a game master. You're pretty much being the game master if you host and or is the second player that joined the game. But the problem with that is a lot of people. There was hard to find matches because nobody wanted to host a game because they wanted to shoot. <laughs> they wanted to be as the soldiers and shoot up the you know the enemy players um but if you I host the game you're like missing thousands out. of people waiting in a lobby for somebody to host <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the game just dies because nobody ever hosts <laughs> but no i remember back at that time i looked it up that was a big issue the people wanted to play it but nobody wanted to host it they wanted to shoot so it, it was a little weird that it, it was a good concept cool concept i would say um but i could definitely see because when i got the game the servers were already turned off because i got it years later after release um but i could see it definitely with that concept like oh it'll be fun to play like the first five matches as that but i could see how it would be like all right well i don't want to host a game anymore please i, I just want to join the game yeah you know i saying? don't blame them yeah 
try it once and it's fine, but then after that, I'm sure you would want to control a character. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm curious, I... is it open world? Are any of these open world? Yes. Yeah, but both games are a completely open world. Oh, okay. And it's it really dope. Open world, uh, drive around. Um, I think there's even like races and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's it's really dope. Again, I haven't been in the second one, but the second one I know they they expanded upon the first a lot. Um, and it it was completely awesome. I even played the PSP version. So the PSP version, um, it's funny because, I mean, it was a really dope version. Um, the it played like the original Xbox version, where you, the in terms of combat, you could aim and shoot, you could fist fight in there, um, as well. Uh, but the thing is, they took out, they stripped out all the sections of the game where you have to travel to one place or another, because it was running on the PSP, so it was too much. I guess on the GPU, I guess. So legit where missions were, oh, I want you to follow this guy, go get him. Literally, you just see a cutscene of the, that cutscene end and it just teleports you to where you need to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On the PSP version. Which I didn't mind. It gets you straight to the action. Yeah, you gotta and do what you gotta do. Exactly. Get it running it was, on there. Exactly. And yeah, highly recommend that game. It's literally it, it's it's one of those games where I say it, it's it does well in being its own game, you know. Of course, I think any open world shooter or uh, any open world action adventure, I guess people will say, "Oh, it's like a GTA clone." Um, but with this game, just like what I mentioned with Scarface, it does a great job in keeping its own, making its own identity, and keeping it. You know, when I play, I'm like, "Oh man," I like my I had. Never had the thought of like, oh yeah, this plays as Vice City or this played as San Andreas. You know, it literally it plays it has its own feel to it and it still holds up very well today. I love it. And it's on three sixty. That's so. awesome. And you know, the I guess the people who've played it agree with you, because on Amazon it's full priced for Xbox three sixty. It's sixty dollars. For and... just the first game? Just the first game. It's sixty bucks, and it's used sixty bucks. Oh man, I didn't get it when it was that price. <clears throat> yeah, I think I got it from like a, when it was twenty. In comparison, The Godfather Two for the three sixty is forty eight, but that's still a lot for a three sixty game, and it's used. They pay forty eight bucks, so that tells yeah, me works. that a lot of people like it, and they're looking for it. And Are these back compat? No, that's what broke my heart. <gasps> that would have been amazing. So they're that expensive and they're not even back compat? That's interesting. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, and just one quick thing and then we move on to the other game. It's funny because it was, again, it released in 2006 um, in March. So a couple of months after the 360 released. A year later, the PS3 version came out. And that was sort of like a definitive edition, add better graphics, and they added a little bit more stuff to that version. But the PS3 version had no trophy support. Oh, wow. As to where the 360 version, there was achievements. So that was a very like eye-opener, like, what? Like, why not? Yeah, our... it, if they already have the achievements made, you would think that at least they would just... Port know, it over. Yeah. Trophies. What year was it ported over? Because 2007. Wait, 
Yeah, I think it was 2007. Uh, it's called The Godfather, The Dawn Edition for the PS3. The Dawn. Because I'm trying to think. Remember, the PS3 had trophies Late, added yeah. in later. Yes, but when this game came out, um, there was trophy support. So, wait. Okay. So but was it still relatively new? This is it, PS3. It was... Sorry, go. PS3. I'm trying to see. When did the PS3 release compared to the Godfather release? You can do a little... The, I mean, the Dawn edition. Yeah, so the first Godfather game came out, well, for the 360, March 27th, 2006. And uh, and that's true. So, the, you know, it came out when the trophies were added late. But the thing is, at that time, um, games that... when I do believe there was a few games where it launched, it didn't have trophies. But there was an update to where it did add trophies. And even then, it's a little funny, I guess, or a little bit of a head-scratcher because the 360 version had achievements. You know, why not port, port over... The th- I was forgetting the that part. Version. Yeah, they already had a system in place of what they wanted the challenges to be to get the achievements. So, exactly. yeah, they could have easily have done that for the PlayStation as well. Yeah, and this was sort of like an ultimate edition as well because that approved graphics and that some stuff. Huh? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to is, say. There is Laziness? A bit of an, there's a little bit of an overlap where. PS3 was released November 17th, 2006. And then the got the Dawn edition came out March 21st, 2007. So there's roughly 1 2 3 4 5 months in between. How long was that gap that the PS3 didn't have achievements? Uh I believe it 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 never had achievements or um, trophies. I mean uh, trophies. Like they never updated it to have trophies, even to this no, day. no, like the the console itself. When did when did it get trophies? Oh, that's oh. a question. Um, that's a good question. I, I didn't look that up. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure we could definitely easily Google that. Like, I'm doing when that was right? trophy support added for PS3? But I thought that was an interesting fact. I'm waiting on the results. I know, Caroline, you're on there, right? Oh, okay, okay. That's why we're quiet. All right. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what. Y'all want to guess the Metacritic score while I'm looking this up? For the Godfather game? Yeah. Now I'll say 80. Carl? I don't want to lose again, so to be safe, I'll say 80. Both of of y'all have lost. It's 77. Wow. That's because it didn't have trophy support. I knew it. (laughs) <laughs> so King Kong got rated better? Yeah, King Kong was objectively better than Wow, yeah. Definitively uh, better. All around game. Wow, who knew? Okay, I got it. The trophy system was launched July 2nd, 2008, effectively 2 years after the console was launched. And the Dawn edition came out 5 months after the Dawn edition was launched, after after the PS3 was launched. So yeah, it was released during that gap that the Before PS3 trophies. Kept. 
before trophies were a thing. Man, they never released an update to add trophies. Mystery I know there was solved. Because I know Damn. there was games that released without trophies before the trophy support. When the trophy support came, they updated game. Uh, they updated <clears throat> the games to support trophies. I'm just trying to remember what games were that. Oh, but I know that's a couple enough. examples. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, in that happens a lot. In my research right now, I, I came across an article that's at a list of PlayStation 3 games without trophy support, and they are pretty numerous. There's a lot of games that did not get updated with trophy support. Yeah, so that's nice. You have to play Enough to fill like two years worth. Yeah, one of them is like Kane and Lynch. Um, oh, wait, that have trophy support? I <laughs> did not have trophy support. That's so weird. Oh my goodness, that's so weird. Oh, like the Guitar Hero games, no trophies. I mean, that's um, actually a good thing. Just play it Oblivion, for fun. Elder Scrolls Oblivion, no trophies. Wow, and it's still not playing any of those now. Still has no <laughs> trophies. That's like the thing is, these are games that are still um, do not have trophies, even though their 360 counterparts have achievements. Um, the Lego Batman, Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Star Wars for the PS3. No trophies. Like, there's a ton. I see Spider Man three, Spider Man Web of Shadows. Turok. Oh, nah, that no Whoa, can do. Shadows. No Man. can do. Uh. So yeah, like this is this is why Xbox won the console wars. <laughs> <laughs> the one generation. <laughs> Even though they got all outsold near the end, but yeah, we won't talk about that. We got they the want it in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I want my heart. All right, Tony. So what do you got for us? It goes back to you. All right. I'm going to say this next game because I think the last two I got are pretty nice. And I'm also going to end it with a banger, Carl. <laughs> uh, but there's the next one. You know, I played a good amount of it. Not very much. But I'm putting oh, it on the list. Was that? I'm sorry. I was like, you're just like me then. What? With what? Don't finish the game. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, <laughs> of course. I only start them. I don't finish them. Yeah, please continue. I'm sorry. No, but I'm putting, the, I'm putting it on the list because it's, it is a quality game that I could recommend. But I can honestly say I don't think it's for me. And I would say World War Z. World War Z. Um, this was basically the game that filled the void until we got another Left 4 Dead game. Because this was a Left 4 Dead game that we wanted. Well, it's third person. It's not necessarily the one I wanted, but um, from what I played of it, and I played with you, Carl. Caroline, I don't know if you ever tried the game or not. No, no it's a zombie game, no. right? So yeah, that's a big no. Oh my god, that's a big no. Back for Blood. Back for Blood is a recent courageous <laughs> decision I've made. <laughs> that's a big no. And World War Z, I think, is less bloody than Back for Blood. It doesn't oh, even have right. blood in the title. I was a different person back then, comparative to when you've been ruined. I have. I met you two. <laughs> This is a problem. We have to correct this. No, wait. I, I want to finish Back for Blood. <laughs> Don't do that. I want to finish it too. We're on the last act. 
But anyways, World, World War Z. World War Z. Um, I wanted I wanted to mention it because it wasn't for me, but I really could see. I really could see how it's a solid recommendation for just a good co-op game to play with friends, shoot up zombies, and they they really deliver on how many zombies they could have on screen, just as like just how you would see in the movies as well, like literally climbing on top of themselves over walls and on buildings and things like that. You see that in the game. They really deliver on that. And it's still getting updates as well. Uh, the last one, they added first-person mode, which I haven't tried. But a lot of people are still enjoying it. I don't know what the player base looks like now with Back for Blood, but uh, this is definitely a game movie tie-in that wasn't just like an afterthought. I think it was a well-made game. It definitely yeah, um, is. I got the trailer on while you were explaining that. This looks insane. There's so it many awesome. zombies. Yeah, they, they did an awesome job. And the cool part is that they made an Xbox Series X version um, and PS5. And they, it's called the War Wars Z, the Game of the Year edition. If wow. you have, well, oh, or um, even if you have it for the Xbox One, you could pay twenty dollars to upgrade to the Game of the Year edition, and that one featured a first-person uh, mode, which really adds to the, I'll say, a horror element to like, oh my goodness, there's hundreds yeah, of zombies hundreds. in front of me, you know, exactly, and especially when you see the have special you tried effect. it. The first person, no, because uh, even though I got upgraded to the game of the year, uh, um, or at least there was an update for the game of the year edition, I have to buy the game of the year version pretty much to access the first person mode. You confused me a little bit with that. Yes. So in other words, uh, there was an update. So I have the base game. So from when the game first came out. Mm -hmm. So I put that in. It's an update where at the main menu, it will say World War Z Game of the Year Edition. So I will see that on my screen. Um, they updated like the, the UI and, and the menus and stuff. Um, but I can't access the first person mode. That's a native feature, um, feature for oh. the Game of the Year Edition, which you have to pay for. Or oh, okay. access, especially uh, the episodes, the the new episodes, the new characters. You have to pay yeah. for that. So yeah, which breaks my heart. That's interesting that they would put that behind like a paywall or a paid upgrade. Yeah, it's a little weird because at the same time I don't mind it because when the game first came out, it was not a full price game. Um, where I felt like that game could have easily been a $60 game, and I would have paid that. That's how good the game is. Um, and, yeah, they're charging just 20 bucks for to, to upgrade, I think. And I think if you were to go to the store and buy the Game of the Year edition itself, I think it's still 30 bucks. I think it is. Um, to my memory, I could be wrong about that. But to my knowledge, I do believe it's like 30 bucks to get that version anyway. And... Yeah, I had to play at a higher 60, 4K, 60 frames, and 
Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Not too shabby. It really is. And, you know, again, the game features also multiplayer. So there's a lot of replay value in that game as well. That's a good yeah, pick, Tony. Definitely. I mean, Amazon still has the, not the game of the year edition, just World War Z for the Xbox One. Amazon has it for 20 bucks. And you're saying it didn't release like full price $60. Do you remember the original price, Carl? 40 bucks. Wow. Cliff Blazinski approves of this. Yeah, but it's cool though because forty dollars, you are getting a campaign. Sure, but you are getting campaign um, that's action packed, and again, you're fighting thousands of zombies on screen, and it also has a multiplayer mode as a PvP VZ. You know what? And I just thought of it. I think some people might consider the game better than the movie because the movie. It's supposed to be based off the book, and I know a lot of people prefer the book because it's way different than what the movie did. Um, but yeah, this might be one of those cases where the game might be better because it it, it just approaches the story differently. I like the movie a yeah. lot, but yeah, it's very different from the book. I didn't see the movie, but I think it's really good that the developers of this game knew kind of the target audience for zombie games they were like hey you know what what's a really successful uh type of template for a zombie game and that's like left for dead so let's kind of take that concept and then really infuse it with the story of world war z and it looks like they melded it together really well like just from what i'm looking at right now from gameplay it got a pretty good score on metacritic as well so people seem to contain with that yeah it has very solid gameplay very awesome gameplay highly recommend it y'all want to guess that metacritic score again redemption round <laughs> carl first 80 81 let's hear it both of you failed again at 73 <laughs> <laughs> man these games suck <laughs> terrible games on this list <laughs> I didn't even I like dare look up the Metacritic for my games. It's going to be like zero. What's Spider-Man 2's? Did we looked that one up already? No, no, we didn't. Here, hang on. Watch that be a 94. Y'all, here, y'all start guessing while I write this 94 down. for Spider-Man 2. 94? 94. Mm, it's got to be at least in the 80s. I'll say 85. Well, but that'll be nostalgia because I don't think the game is all that great story-wise. It's just really good gameplay. Yeah, but that's the point of the game. At least I'll say. I would say definitely always gameplay, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know these people, they they I like wanna, stories and stuff. I want to make sure I'm getting the right one because it's like giving me results for Amazing Spider-Man Two. Not that um, one. So if I if I, even if it's not Xbox, this is Spider Man Two for the PS Two. Is that the same game? Yeah, yeah. it came out on PS Two. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So I have the score. Okay. What was y'all's? What were your 85. guesses again? Ninety four. Both of you are wrong again. It's eighty. I'll take eighty. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. I'm not. Yeah, I'm happy with that score. Yeah. And Metacritic needs people to actually review the games. 
that actually like games. They need gamers <laughs> on there. Yeah, they need <laughs> not be so strict with their dang scores. I'm looking up Chicken Little. Oh, <laughs> that? 30. Yeah, I, I'm looking up to see if there can be such a game. Why are you looking that up? I hope it's not that low because I think I have the lowest rated game. I, at least I hope I do. The lowest rated game. Okay, yeah. hey, y'all, I got the score now. Y'all want to guess it? 30. For chick- <laughs> uh, 53. Carl wins. It's 71. Wow. <laughs> so this is on par with, uh, what was that other game? With Godfather? The, the, the Godfather. <laughs> it's like almost there. Your choice, according to Metacritic. The Godfather, Tony Montana. All right, the only good news I see from this is that I might still have the lowest rated game. Disney's Chicken Little. IGN. Yeah, the game. I'm looking at the Game Boy Advanced version. IGN was like, Chicken Little has surprised and delighted us with entertaining level design. Really? Yeah. Let me guess a 13 year old played that game and reviewed it for IGN. It was me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it was a user submitted freelance job <laughs> from you. <laughs> Just don't look at the the author's name. Ignore it. <laughs> submitted ten minutes ago. <laughs> so is there anything else though you may want to add for World War Z? That's all I want to add for World War Z. Carolyn? That's all I want to add for World War Z. Awesome. So, what's your next game, Caroline? What you got for us? It's another Game Boy Advanced game. Beautiful. I see a trend. Yeah, you're going to see it. Shark Tale for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, watch this be like a 80 on Metacritic. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Uh, if y'all remember the plot of Shark Tale, for those who have or haven't seen it, it's about a fish who uh, tells a hey, lie. Yeah, played by Will Smith. Who Doesn't it also tell- have Robert De Niro in there? It does, and it also has Jack Black. Wow. And uh, Rene Zellweger, Angelina Jolie, a lot oh, of all-stars. An yeah. all-star cast. All-star cast in this film. Um, I think Patrick Sykes is in it, too. Just... Yeah, like there's just a lot of people in this movie that are very famous. And uh, it's a liar revealed trope. So the story starts off where he tells a lie that he killed a shark. And so the whole underwater is like calling him a shark slayer. And there's this iconic moment where I guess I, I think I remember his name is Oscar. Oscar the fish. He gets... Because he's kind of involved with the mafia. Because the sharks are also like based off of the mafia. And uh, Robert De Niro kind of plays like the Don Shark. And he owes money to the sharks. And since he can't pay that money, these jellyfishes tie him to um, one of those underwater pipes or whatever. And they just put him out in the open so a shark can come and eat him. Well, this game is a side-scroller the shark tail game and that was like i remember the reason i brought that scene up is because that was like the advertised scene and that's also the longest level in the game if i remember correctly the game only has like eight or nine levels and then you're done and uh it's a platformer so it's kind of like it's kind of i'm trying to remember it correctly i know it's a side scroller 
it was really wonky, really clunky. But it, in the same case of like Chicken Little, it had all the music in it. And the Shark Tale music was pretty good. It had kind of like a like a hip hop pop in it. Like it had that song Car Wash. And um, it, it's, oh, I'm looking it up right now. It's got only 25 levels. You're playing the game like the movie. Oh, that's not it's, too bad. Yeah, yeah. It's 10 levels same. is pretty bad. 10 levels is pretty like, uh, but um, it's got 25 levels. They're all set like in movie locations. So you're playing along with the film and the plot of the game is along with the film. There's also like a mini game in it to where you can like graffiti walls. And so you could draw with like the DS little. This is all underwater. With, yeah, yeah. This is all underwater. You could. You could graffiti with the Game Boy Advance little like D-pad and then like hold A to spray paint this wall or whatever, if I remember correctly. So this is SpongeBob logic where you could just Absolutely. do anything underwater? Okay. Absolutely. But yeah, uh, I remember I had good memories of this. It's going to tie in with my last game. I'm not going to spoil the last game. But I bought this game based off of a recommendation from a friend. <laughs> And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this game is so fun. Like, this game that we were already obsessed with. She goes, you'll love Shark Tank. You know, if you like the movie, you're going to love the game. Shark Tale. Shark Sorry. Tale, you mean. Shark Tale. Shark yeah, we do love Shark Tank, by the way. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. Can you imagine playing as Mark Cuban? Oh, my goodness. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> so, Shark Tale. She was like, you'll love Shark Tale. And I remember asking my parents like to drive me to GameStop and Shark Tale when I bought it wasn't even in its case. It was in that little Game Boy case that they had where they would just have all the games out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could look at it through the glass. That's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> the quality to expect. <laughs> and I think I bought the game at GameStop for like three dollars three or four dollars and i don't remember oh that's great yeah yeah i let me me look up when it was released it was released in 2004 so i don't remember what year i got it good time to be alive yeah i think spider-man 2 came out around that year yeah so i i wonder though if this was the same situation that happened with chicken little because this game came out for ps2 GameCube, Xbox, and Game Boy Advanced. So I wonder if it has a way different gameplay mechanic yeah. on console. Yeah. I bet it does. Oh, I know it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. It has way different gameplay just based off of the Metacritic that I'm looking at right now. 83? Are you really going to guess 83 for Shark Tale? Better than The Godfather? Oh, wait, is it less on consoles? It's, no, I think it's more. It's higher on consoles compared to Game Boy Advance. So, what, 75? Is that both y'all's official guess? I'll say 75. I forgot the Game Boy Advance rating. But, yeah. 83. Final stance. <laughs> Both of y'all have really high hopes for this game. Nah, it's a 63. Dang. Wait, but that... 
What? I'm confused. Oh, I think you that was a Chicken Little score. I'm getting them confused now. The Chicken Little score was high. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused. Okay. The Shark Tale for the Game Boy Advanced is... What about the Shark Tank game? How much is that? Is there a game for Shark Tank? I'm kidding. No, I have no idea. I would play that in a heartbeat. You got to pitch to Cuban Jaws game. by yeah. matching the like words or whatever, and then that makes an, a product. You got to, it'll be like Mass Effect dialogue. You have to choose the right things to say to Mr. <laughs> Wonderful. Exactly. And if you, and haven't said it, if you haven't said enough right things, you can't unlock like the special negotiation option. Yeah. It grays that out. So you got to either walk away or take the deal. That's absurd. They want like 30% <laughs> equity. I'd rather be a shark if they're making a game. Yeah, but then we're going to have the same situation as, um, was it The Godfather with multiplayer? You know, you're going to want to be the shark, but then every now and then you're going to want to be the guy that pitches. No, but I think in this case, they're both fun to be on both sides. <laughs> and they could be like, for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're basically watching Shark Tank, only now you're. Interactive. Little, you're you're Shark interacting. Tank. Like I already kind of do that when I watch Shark Tank. I'm in. They're in you the interact? middle of the pit. Well, they're in the middle of the pitch, and I'm already looking at at my brother, and I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> this is not a good product. <laughs> yeah, but in a game, you can actually like try the product. Can you imagine being the developer for this game? That you have to sit there and think of all of these products for the player. To decide if they're in or out. They should just use the products already in the show. If they're going to use the show's name. They should put the Scrub Daddy in there. <laughs> they, they should put all the the failures that got denied as well. They do have the Deadliest Catch video game on the Xbox 360. The Deadliest Catch <laughs> in line with the fish theme. <laughs> I think I did play Deadliest Catch. It was a free thousand i'll play it at one point i think it was free and i downloaded it can't remember i have no What's... interest in these fish games i love fishing games fishing games are cool have you ever played man eater when you get to play as a shark in an EP oh, i'll play that yeah i'll play that i think wasn't that available at some point in like games of gold or whatever i think it's on yeah, game, uh, pass game pass right now yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. I haven't played it, but I'm interested. Didn't we see that with Davey, where there was a category called, like, uh, games with female protagonists, and they yeah! put Maneater? Maneater. <laughs> International Women's Month. Here's some yeah. games featuring female protagonists. Maneater. Maneater. <laughs> She's a man-eater. What? Is there anything else that you want to add to Shark Tale, Caroline? No, no. I think that's it. I guess I just want to look up if anybody is interested in buying it. But you could do that. Shark Tale, right? That the Game Boy Advance, like like you're checking the price on Amazon and stuff. Correct. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, let's see here. So, the Game Boy Advance Shark Tale. 
you know, I kind of feel better for buying it for like four bucks at GameStop. It's $10 on Amazon. And that's with the case and everything or just the game alone? Uh, according to this seller, the um, it's brand new. Yo, $10 so that has a case. It has that a, has a case. case. Yeah. Oh, that's a $7 beautiful. case. That's... <laughs> A manual. <laughs> and it comes with a manual, too? That's a rarity. It comes with a manual? It's so rare today. With a case? That itself is seven bucks. And then the game itself is three dollars. I do like that the case for the Game Boy Advance says only for Game Boy Advance. And then next to it's like platform, GameCube, PlayStation, Xbox. <laughs> Well, that game was made. That version was made only for Game Boy Advance. Yep, yep. I'm looking at like the trailer on Metacritic, and there's I forgot there's like a dancing mini game where you could dance by pressing the buttons along with music from the movie. Yeah, rhythm, rhythm. And there's only yeah, and there's only one iconic song. So I'm trying to remember if there was any other song that they could use for that game mode in this game. But I remember it. You just reminded me. I have. Sorry, dancing. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking they're just dancing to car wash like all the time. Yeah, because that's the only good song in there. And I have the video now, Game Boy Advance cartridge, um of Shark Tale. <gasps> in my collection. Carl, you have it. Yeah, I have two video now cartridges. I have it in my hand. That, what, what does that mean? That's a movie? So yeah, video now is a Game Boy Advance cartridge um and they literally legit put movies or tv show <laughs> episodes on the game boy advance yeah cartridge so yeah I, yeah I had the shrek one of that i have shrek 2 you have shrek 2 p carl how much do you do have you shrek also or shrek oh. 2 no like all right so i have right here the Nickelodeon uh, Nicktoons Collection Volume 1. And then I have Shrek 2. The whole mm. movie, Shrek 2. Wow. How much do you want for that? I'll buy that from you. See how much is going on eBay. How much is... <laughs> That's got to be a lot. Shrek That's a treasure. Two. That's a piece of gold you're holding. What was it called again? The movie now? Or what was it Video called? now. Oh, so it's called... Uh, Game Boy Advance video. Video. Oh, Game Boy. Game Boy Advanced movie. That's got to be like 30 bucks. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's on Amazon. Only oh, one in stock, and it's $77. Carl's Ooh. rich. Oh, yeah. He's so rich. Finally. Carl. Finally, <laughs> it paid over. off. I'm a PayPal you, Carl. Years. <laughs> More after the pod. I want fun. <laughs> you, we want this. You know, it's funny because the resolution on these things are only two forty p. I just made the joke that it was one forty four, so it was only a hundred more <laughs> p's more than that. <laughs> yeah, like it's really pixelated. But at the same time, I remember it was when I was going to sleep at my Game Boy Advance SP, and I was just watching it. <laughs> my Game Boy Advance, it looked great. I mean, it looked it was entertaining. You know, I imagine why you go to sleep. Somebody <laughs> <else> <laughs> <in the world. laughs> 
Yeah. And that confused with me because that's how I would go to sleep. I had Shrek one on the Game Boy Advance, like the movie. The audio has to be terrible. The, oh, the audio, it was like, like you know how now there's like the meme where they blow out the speakers. Yeah. And all you're hearing is that's how it. Ladies was. and gentlemen, we got them. It's like. <laughs> so that's how it was for Shrek one on the Game Boy Advance. It was just like always blown out. There was only blown out or super low. You can't hear it. There was no in between. But beautiful, beautiful, graceful quality. When it's Absolutely. Super low. Absolutely. Yeah. It was like a silent film, like a masterpiece. <laughs> it was funny because I, it's, um, it was sucks is that I have the Game Boy player from Nintendo GameCube. So you could play Game Boy Advance games on the big screen. But the Game Boy player is not compatible with Game Boy Advance video cartridges. Oh, that sucks. Oh. I would love to see that blown up on a huge <laughs> HD TV. It would be so pixelated. I was going to say, Carl, you got to bring it. We're going to put it on a projector outside and we're going to watch it the way God intended. A 240p. <laughs> on, that, on that 240p Game Boy Advance. Casted to a 55-inch 4K HDR Why OLED. stop there? Let's put it on a projector and blow it up. I just yeah. put it outside. I'm legit That's will amazing. bring it to summer if you want me to. I would yeah. never bring it <laughs> But yeah, it gets if the it job works. done. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but y'all like you see all the pixels. It's crazy. All the pixels is it was good at this time, I'm sure. It was mind blowing. But seeing it today, it's like, oh man. Like where's the DVD? I'd rather see the DVD version. No, it's fun though. See it on SP, it is good. It is, you know, because it's a small screen. But yeah. But um, do we move on to the next game on the list? Yeah, yeah, we can move on. Yeah, who's next? I looked up a video of somebody who uploaded a clip of Shrek 2 from the Game Boy Advance onto YouTube. It's wild. I'll have to send y'all this later. But yeah, yeah, let's please move on. I could be stuck on Shrek all day. Awesome. So the next game, <clears throat> the third game that I'm going to be mentioning is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ooh, this game it's came about out, time. This game came out on May 1st, 2009. It released on the PlayStation 2, um, Xbox 60, PS3, even the PSP, and Nintendo DS. And, uh, of course, the 6th gen versions which is the playstation 2 yeah i think i only released on the ps2 they didn't release for gamecube or xbox original xbox but the ps2 version was completely different and the nintendo ds and psp were completely different versions like those two versions were made exclusively for those platforms um and then the 360 and ps3 i played the 360 version completely different games and to me it's legit one of the best superhero games you could play on the xbox 360 um from the marvel universe so i'm not talking about like batman or asylum obviously that's dc um but x-men origins wolverine it you know came out right after the movie or coincided with the movie and what's cool about the game is you play the events before um some events during the film and then also in the future and what i really love about this game or really it's holds up very well. It's, the gameplay is awesome, and what's what I really love about it is that they they made 
the game that you feel like Wolverine. You have a healing factor. It's cool that if you're fighting enemies with the shooting guns at you, um, you will literally see bullets um, shedding off Wolverine's skin, uh, even muscle, and you will see his um, tit- well, not titanium. What is it called? Um, the the, the... Can you repeat that one more time, please. Adamantium. Yes, you will see his skeleton of that. Um, so it gets like really graphic at times, and again they do an outstanding job of making you feel like Wolverine because you can also lunge, and you literally Wolverine. He's a brutal fighter. So playing this game, you really pull off executions. You really do strikes that are brutal, and it's just really awesome because it does a really well job of making you feel like Wolverine. And also some of the villains you fight in this game are really really cool as well. There's even because. It's a game based off a movie. They also made up villains as well, but they did bring villains from the movie, but also um, Sabretooth in the comics. Yeah, so Sabretooth is in there. Uh, you also fight the Blob in there. You fight him um, in the grocery store. That was a fun boss fight. Um, but when you're in the future, you fight uh, a Sentinel, and that was a dope boss fight because it's a giant Sentinel and it gets really epic. And other characters. And it's really, and the graphics are awesome. They like literally, this game was developed by fans. They even have a little, um, like a dev video. You know, they do like dev updates, I guess. Yeah, and like you a hear the devs. Thank you. Yeah, and you hear them the way they talk about it. They were really passionate about this project, and they did a very, very good job. And when the final back and pat list was announced, now I, I, I didn't get my hopes up too much because obviously this game was based on the IP of the film. Those, in terms of licensing, it's very hard for it to be renewed. And, and or even if it's renewed, um, because I think Activision is the one that uh, published the game. But, yeah, so I, I wanted to be on backwards compatibility because the way it plays is so much fun. And it really is amazing. There's also, you could play as the, the original Wolverine outfits, like his yellow, blue outfit or whatever um you could do a cheat code to unlock that or even if you play there's certain things that you do in the game you unlock certain outfits you can even unlock his um ultimate x-men uh wolverine outfit which is really dope and i just highly recommend outfits it. that never show up in the movie and exactly. any of the movies the classic yellow outfit exactly that i wish there were but um it's just is it fair awesome to say movie. this game is better than the movie yes to the t like, yeah, like you're totally accurate on that. I know you meant that as a joke, but it, <laughs> no, it is no, I believe accurate. it. Yeah, I haven't played it, the game, but I saw the movie. <laughs> it was not great. To be honest, I love the movie, but I, I know it wasn't really. It was, I love the movie. I was on with Deadpool, right? Yeah, yeah. That was when he like first showed up. Yeah, yeah, it was. Carl, like, you're saying it a little bit like, yeah, yeah, I was. You know what? But I, I still went, love it. When I went and I saw that movie, I knew absolutely nothing about X-Men. And I walked out of there. I saw it with friends who were X-Men fans. And I walked out like, man, that was a pretty entertaining movie. That was really cool. And my friends were like, don't you dare say that. That was terrible. And I was like, huh? So I feel you, Carl. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I do because I love you, Jackman. You know he's yeah, he's awesome. You know yeah, 
that he could be in a Care Bears film and as Wolverine, and I'm like, yo, this is the best movie ever made. You know? <laughs> Pretty looking. No, but again, and just the gameplay. Oh my goodness, it's just so fun because you could grapple the enemies and like press Y to do an execution, and like there was this one execution I remember like he sticks his you know his claws out and he like he stabs the enemy in the mouth and it like rips along the person's body. Like, it's just crazy. It, it just I know that's, that's really really graphic, but you know that's how Wolverine fights. You know he's he's wild. You know he's barbaric a little bit. He's brutal. So. This game does an outstanding job capturing that, and yeah, it's just it's really fun. It's a fun game, and that's all I really have to say about it. I only hear good things about it. Yeah, and obviously it got brought up when the new one got announced at the PlayStation Showcase. Yes, and a lot of people are hoping that it's you know they take a lot of mechanics that were introduced in this one. Yeah, I'm looking. I I agree. uh... I'm looking at the Metacritic score right now, and there's one review um, below that says, this is the Wolverine game fans have been waiting for. Was it written by Carl? <laughs> huh, you know what? It does say it's TWG Podcast. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. What's TWGP? What is it? Hmm... <laughs> Y'all want to guess, guess that score? No, that's oh, a straight ninety-nine, no doubt. In my heart, yes, but I know it's eighty-one. <laughs> you checked it. You checked it. I didn't check it. But oh, okay. It has to be eighty-one minimum. Y'all are. <laughs> We're gonna have to change these rules to closest because y'all aren't going over. It's no, we se- fail. We fail. What? We're very optimistic. X Men Origins Wolverine. It's a 75 on Metacritic. Oh, that's, okay, that so, person... So Chicken Little is better than this? Garbage? No, no, no. Chicken Little was 71. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's our threshold for success. If so Chicken better, Little is creeping up on the greatness of Wolverine? Chicken Little is almost as good as It X-Men can stand beside, side by side with Wolverine? It can stand side by side in the 70s with Wolverine, yes. Wow. So many people love this game, though. Like, Um, um wow. And An epic game. Epic. The uh the consumers agree because it is currently used on Amazon. Also, this is the uncaged edition. I cannot find a listing on Amazon for the original X-Men Origins Wolverine game. So this is the uncaged edition for the Xbox 360. It's used on Amazon for $60. Yeah, so the Uncaged Edition, that is the edition I launched for the Xbox 360. So this is... I don't name that. It's still yeah. full price. Full price. Mm. It's crazy. Thank goodness I didn't pay for that. Like, but I mean, wait, that, that sounds wrong. I, I'm grateful I didn't <laughs> pay that price. Thank goodness I pirated this game. No, yeah. <laughs> no I love it. Use my money elsewhere. It's funny because I didn't buy that game, praise God, from... Um, 
I didn't buy that game at GameStop. I brought it for one of my boys in high school. So he remember one the one time we're at lunch, and uh, he was telling me, "Oh yeah, I got the game. I beat it, and there's nothing left to do on it. Whatever." I'm like, "Dude, I buy it off your hands." You know? He was like, "All right, I'm gonna bring you know bring money tomorrow, and you know I'll sell it <laughs> bring to you." Bring money tomorrow. I'm like, All right. I was like, "Get cool, the dragon to on, school." Man. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> get the pocket. Yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, and it was on white white powder on it. No, I'm just kidding. Did he, no, but did he give you the game and a brownie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like oh, yeah, a little switch. You, you him handed him the money and a little handshake. Yeah. Right. Well, I had a briefcase. I had a little briefcase, and it was money in there. Well, it was good. Pop it open, count them, smell them. They're all fresh. <laughs> no, but it was funny. He ran it through a money counter. All ten dollar <laughs> bills, singles. <laughs> all right, he you brought it. He brought his boy with him to hold it up to the light, make sure they were legit. Yeah. They were both wearing sunglasses. <laughs> he puts like a scanner over the money bills. He's got a authentic, sir. And he does yeah. through it. He's just like, Israel boss. All right, give him the stuff. And then another guy comes from the car, from the SUV. And he, <laughs> X-Men or Joe over. He opens another briefcase. And in, in protective padding, his X-Men origins Wolverine. And a guy oh, picks it up with gloves and hands it to Carl. And he's like, don't say I don't do you no favors. You ain't hear us. You ain't see us. All right, also, he, he blessed me with we that out. day. He blessed me that day, my boy. Because in GameStop, it was full price. It was 60 bucks. Um, but I was like, man, like, I next day, I spoke to him. I was like, all right, man, so... Are you willing to take 25 for it? He was like, 25? Mm, you know, it's a little... I said, man, it's a, I'm not sure. That's that's a little less than I was expecting. And I really wanted the game. I was not going to take no for an answer. So I was like, all right, 35? He was like, eh, 30? Yeah, that sounds good. And then we exchanged it. I brought it for like 35. Or was it 30? I think it was 30. 25, Carl. What do you take me for? You take me oh, yeah. some man off the streets? Did well, you? back then I spoke really, really slow. <laughs> so it was more like, "What's up, money? Yeah, yeah, you got the game on you. All right, can you open it up? I want to see the discs in there. You know, he was, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, ah, show. Sure. Yeah, listen, man, I got twenty five right now. What do you feel about that? And he was like, uh, it was a little less. I'm like, come on, money, nah, ah, right, man, thirty five. Take or leave it, huh? Yeah, thirty five. He was like, all right, I could deal with that. I was like, for sure, homie. Good doing business. Appreciate you. Stay up. Take care, money. <laughs> it's been good, kid. It's been good. <laughs> I let you. I felt like I did say that. It's been good, kid. Because <laughs> uh, after that movie we saw, uh, Jersey Shore, I think. Yeah. Wait, was it Jersey Shore? No. No. <laughs> Y'all watching Jersey Shore? Nope. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> It was Jersey Drive, right? It was yeah. Jersey Drive. That's the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's how it ended. And I've been all happy this, ever since. All this for X-Men Origins Wolverine. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it because that game was full price. My boy hooked me up. And now it was still full price. Yep. Yeah, and I still think my boy. You can't even get the movie for this price. Like hands down, this game surpassed. The Nobody movie. wants the movie. Yeah, they're for like any forcing price. on people. I yeah. remember I was like, if you have what's it, Voodoo? Uh, 
at some point they gave like a promotion where it's like oh do you want this jane austen movie do you like which is like a romance movie do you want alien or do you want x-men origins wolverine and i was like ain't nobody gonna pick x-men Wolverine." (laughs) (laughs) they're just trying to they're trying to give it out for free yeah it's, it's barely an okay movie i really enjoyed it though it's all right but I can see why they would give it up. Now that I know about X-Men, what I didn't know back then. But, Tony, what's the next game on your list? Alright, my next game. I cheated for this one. Big time. (gasps) Really? Okay. But I have to mention it, because it came to mind, and I I think it's a good idea. My pick is Telltale's Walking Dead Season 1. This is a show. Wow. Yeah. This is a show. But I just think there's some really good history with this game. Outside of the game just being really good. Um, And I don't know if you remember, if you guys remember, but you know, this is probably around the height of Walking Dead. I think it's still a popular show right now, but it's, the quality is just has gone down. Um, but around the time it got announced, there was two Walking Dead games announced. One was from Telltale, which is this one, right. and then the other one, Carl. Do you remember the studio? Because I I don't really remember, but it was definitely published by Activision. Okay, and it was called Survival Instinct, Walking Dead Survival Instinct. And when we heard the premise of both of these, Survival Instincts sounded like the one that everybody wanted to play. Like it was first person, yeah, published by Activision. You know, it was going to be a more serious take. Uh, so we thought, all right, this is going to be the good one. We don't know why they're making two Walking Dead games, but we know this is the one we're waiting for. And then we hear a telltale. You hear that it's going to be like choose your own. Uh, like decision based, like choose your own adventure style, um, cell shaded, and you know, episodic, you know, things that you would never expect or would want, honestly, at that time for Walking Dead. Um, but then this Telta game comes out first and is very well received, like, the story was really solid. Carl, I know you played it, Caroline. Did you play it? It's not like a gory zombie game. It's just like really story driven. I did not. Okay, but you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay. So, yeah, it turns out that it had a really, really solid story. Um, Characters that you really liked, especially especially Clementine. Um, And all the side characters you were just invested in. And the choices were really good. There's some that, like, I remember being really hard to make. And that was one of the cool things about the game, too, because when you spoke to your friends about it, you asked them what decisions they made. And the episodic choice was also a big surprise because, um, yeah, it it stood in the public awareness for a while because every month, was the next episode, the next episode. And 
it just worked. It was really popular, and um, eventually it, it worked so well that it was to the demise of Telltale because that's all they got stuck doing. You know, they just kept on making episodic games. So in the beginning, it was an amazing idea that worked really well, but then eventually they just oversaturated their own market that they created. But that's besides the point. This Walking Dead game is fantastic. People will even um, rate the story higher than a lot of the seasons of the show. And yeah, it gets really emotional. It's really powerful. And I'm, I don't even want to spoil it. But yeah, there's like a choice. There's a lot of choices, especially near like the third act of the whole game where I'm thinking, I got to do it for Clementine. I'll do this for her. Like anything for her. I'll risk anything. There's like some crazy decisions I made. Carl, I don't know if you remember like the things you got to do in this game, but it's same. Yeah, it's just so cool. It is a really good game. Like the only really nitpicks you can make is like it doesn't control all that well. It's a little clunky. It's not like it's not a. Is it really is heavy, heavy on the story and less on the gameplay. Like, the gameplay doesn't feel all that great, but the story is strong enough to carry it along. And, yeah, anyone who hasn't played it, I recommend it. Episode 2, Episode 3, Episode 4, I would say they improved. Especially Over time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got the whole collection on the Xbox One. So it includes all of them, and they did a, a remake on the graphics. And it's an amazing collection, and... Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing experience. Highly recommend it. And I, you mentioned um, that it's not that gory. Um, to my memory, oh, it's very graphic. Well, um, I was comparing it, and I forgot to finish up on the Survival Instinct thing. Because when Walking Dead Survival Instinct came out and the trailers were coming out, it was looking pretty good, right? It was first person. Yeah. You saw like people shooting up zombies and things like that. But then once the game finally came out... It was so bad. <laughs> Nobody liked it. It was really bad. <laughs> and to everyone's surprise, because we thought that was going to be the good one. And it turned out it was Telltale the whole time. But yeah, I was just comparing them to each other because, uh, you know, Survival Instinct was way more action-packed compared to uh, Telltale's Walking Dead. But yeah, Telltale's Walking Dead does have gore. But in Survival Instinct, you're shooting zombies like all the time. That's really what I meant. Okay, okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, Survival Instinct, too. Um, it's so bad that it's good for me. So I actually <laughs> love the game because of how bad it is. But it's so much fun. Yeah, it, it really is one of those games. You can enjoy it if you aren't attached to, you know, The Walking Dead. Well, The Walking Dead itself is kind of ruining its own name, but, you know, if you're not too attached to it, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a fine game to just shoot around zombies. But it wasn't as good as the Telltale series and the story yeah, the Telltale that they... Telltale series, Masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Awesome. I looked up the Metacritic while you were uh, talking, and what's crazy is, like, the Metacritic scoring system... They didn't, there's the, I see like the Walking Dead, a Telltale game series, the complete first season. They don't have that rated. They only have like each episode rated individually. Oh, okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. 
And then, however, then there's Telltale, The Walking Dead, the complete like collection, everything, yeah. and that's rated. I know that's right. ninety five minimum. So, so which one do y'all want to guess on? Like episode one or the the complete the collection? collection? The collection, because I can't remember episode by episode, but. Yeah, the whole right. collection. 95 minimum. 95 minimum. We're going to have to change these rules. <laughs> y'all, y'all are over. Price, price is right. We're committing to this. What is it? 78. <gasps> okay, the person doesn't like games and they hate Not them. even an 80? That's surprising. So I guess 70s is like really good. So Chicken Little is like. I kind of want to see some 80s to 90s games. I want to see what they're margin for success oh that's is. easy just just search up uh last of us god of war anything on playstation <laughs> they're all gonna get it <laughs> what's crazy is like okay so metacritic gave it a 78 overall but the positive critic reviews the top three reviews are 80 like they all give it an 80 95. I would say it's at least an 80, yeah. 95 is really optimistic, but it should be yeah, at least an 80. Great game. <laughs> awesome. Anything that we want to add before we move on to the next game? Yeah, I was reading one review, and it just says that their reason for not crediting it higher is because it doesn't have replayability, which is a little interesting. What? But uh, that game, you make choices. What are they talking e- about? Exactly, because you would think that the premise is that you would want to replay it and see if there were any type of different outcomes. But then I remember right now, um, wasn't like the issue with some of these Telltale games is that even if you did make different decisions, the outcome would be the same? There are yeah. inevitable events. Yeah, there were events yeah. that no matter what you chose, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I think about two right now. Off the top of my head. Yeah, no, so- I could agree with that because I'm one of the players that would not play it again. Like I, any decision-based game, I like. I like the choices that I made, and that's pretty much my story. I don't want to play it again and see what's different. For singularity. Singularity, I didn't play again, but I just did the final yeah. decisions <laughs> for the achievements. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But I did a replay to see different choices or whatever. It's interesting that they would take that into account when scoring the game. Like, oh, you can't really replay this, so I'm going to Yeah, that's a pretty old school way of reviewing, I think, because there's a lot of games that aren't really replayable. Pretty much any story-driven game is kind of up to the person where they want to replay it, but there's really no Tony, you never replayed uh, Spider-Man Web of Shadows, though? I thought you beat that twice. You made the evil decisions and the good decisions. Just for the achievements, again. I wouldn't have done it again, no. (laughs) But you did replay it to see both sides because of the achievements, correct? I think I did, yeah. I mean, like, I just replayed all the Mass Effect games, and I changed nothing. Yeah, you made the same choices, right? I I changed nothing from when I originally played it on, like, the the 360 and everything. I just, I went through it again in the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So I just think that it's kind of crazy to take into account like, oh, I can't really replay this. So I'm going to score it lower since it doesn't have high replayability when, I don't know. I just find that a little, uh, if you were impacted by 
story. And like the worst part is they're saying here, um, like, oh, it has a great game, one of the best stories in video games, but it their struggle to find value uh for re to replay it. And it's like, mm. Mm. Really yeah, it's, it's a weird category to grade it on, but because I can understand that with like Peter Jackson, for example, King Kong. Once you play through that once, you earn all the achievements. You're not gonna want to play that again. <laughs> you're done. So I can see there's no replay value, especially the story plays out the same way. But Walking Dead, I'm sorry, I feel like that's a very inaccurate uh, review. I guess. Yeah, or, and just just for comparison, to call back to it. Peter Jackson's King Kong was an 80, and Walking Dead by Telltale was a 78. What's the opposite of review bomb? You guys want to do that? Whatever the opposite is. <laughs> We're going to review, review fluff. Bless him. Huh? We're going to review fluff. We're going to fluff, fluff it up. Yeah. Review buff it. Buff it, yeah. We're going to review buff. I'm down for that. Everybody listening, go and make Metacritic accounts and give an honest, because we can't um, advertise. Go give an honest. Yeah, we're probably going down a wrong path right now. (laughs) An honest review for Telltale Games is The Walking Dead. And remember what your mom taught you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Don't say nothing at all. All right. She needs to hear that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. all right. So, Caroline, what's the next game that you got for us? All right, we're moving on from Game Boy Advances, and we're going one step beyond to the DS Lite with High School Musical making the cut. Wow! So that's all the time we have for the podcast today, guys. <laughs> no. I wanted to thank you for tuning in. Um, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Go ahead. So I want to hear this one. High School Musical. <laughs> I feel like I'm going back into the B-movie rant, but High School Musical Making the Cut was released in the DS in 2007. There are three different types of gameplay, which is dance, music, and video-making showdowns. It has all of the music from the original High School Musical and the second High School Musical. So it's it's part rhythm game, but it's also part, um like, there was a drawing. Huh? Oh, it's a part of the game. I was gonna say part Soren. Soren. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's also part like there was this weird mechanic where, um, when you were quote video making, they would have you trace shapes on the trackpad for of the DS. And uh, I'm trying to remember what else. There was like a a dance. Uh, and, well, the dance and music was rhythm based, but the dance you would have to swipe left or right, up or down on the trackpad. Versus the music part, you would tap it like a rhythm game, and then video making you would trace this. Uh, so who are you playing as? You're playing Troy as Bolton? whoever, whatever song you pick. You're playing as like the the person who sings that song. Okay. So if you're singing, if you're if you pick like Bob to the top, you're Sharpay and Ryan. Awesome. Yeah, but if you do Breaking Free, then you're Troy and Gabriella. Yeah. So, like, that was kind of the fun part about it. And I'll tell you what, this game has what Telltale's The Walking Game didn't. It had replayability because you could, like, any, those songs are so iconic and beloved. You could go back and you could replay them on a higher difficulty. And then I think if you were able to, fin- like, get the game, like, for example, if you wanted to do Breaking Free on, like, 
easy, normal, hard, and like legendary hard, you would get like this. Um, I think it was like they advertise it as like a behind the scenes photo of Troy and Gabriella at East High or something. Like that was how they, like that was their way did of getting you. See it? you. Yeah, I did. I 100% at this game. I, I beat it. I 100% at it. And I would go back and play it when I was like at church in the parking lot and I didn't have anybody to talk to. I'd open my Game Boy and just start playing and high school music. And talk to Troy and I'd Gabriella. <laughs> and sing along to high school musical making the cut. <laughs> this, awesome. this sounds really fun. It was insanely fun. This was one of my favorite games growing up. And um this was before I guess I really knew what being a gamer or you know like really <laughs> diving into video games. What is being a gamer, Cameron? What what you know, Tony, I ask myself that every day. But this was before I kind of had it's an idea. It's a gift and a curse. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the most oppressed <laughs> group of people <laughs> are gamers. <laughs> but this was before I knew any of that. Any like deep dives about games. This was before Halo. This was before Sonic. This was the game that got me into games in a way, if that makes sense. And it was just my love for High School Musical. I had a Game Boy that I would have played. This was a game that got you into games? Well, because I had a Game Boy and my <laughs> parents originally bought it for me and, and Davey because they wanted other activities for us to do together. So they bought us like Game Boy um, advances. And then um, awesome. I didn't really know. So like they got us Mario Kart Racing because they were like, oh, yeah, they can play. They were like, they asked the person at GameStop, like, can they play it together? And they were like, yeah. So after that, I had this Game Boy Advance that I didn't know what I could play on it and i just remember going down into gamestop and like browsing that like case you know that that glass case where it's like all right what what, what game boy games they got here and i saw high school musical and i was like i love this movie i was obsessed with high school musical so i was like yeah i'll take that and i think i paid a, a good price for it i it must have been like 10 or 12 dollars because i remember i had to ask my dad to buy it for me so it was obviously not a single digit purchase. If it was a double digit purchase, my dad definitely ten dollars. Ten whole dollars. Is this one of those games where there was a console version that was completely different? It's funny you ask that because no. <laughs> this is a DS only. This would have been so awesome as you know, one of those karaoke style games. Well, they did eventually make a uh a karaoke style game. I'm trying to look up which uh which one it is because there is a there I I think it's like I want to say it's I know it's definitely for the PC, but for the PC they had like a sing along and you know those singing games that had the microphone mm -hmm. and you had to sing on pit, pitch and follow yeah. the the bar. It was that. It was that. That's type what I want. Game. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good idea. That's exactly what it was. And I'm trying to find like what console it came out on, but I know it was definitely on PC. As long as it exists. That's all we need. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. You gotta buy it and queue it up for December. Queue <laughs> <laughs> it up. Keep it on queue. You gotta keep it on queue. All right. I say that's a great choice. All right, Metacritic. Yeah. All right, Carl is quiet over there. Like, why did I invite this girl 
too. Oh no no. <laughs> he just usually told his advice, you know. Uh have nothing nice to say. Don't say anything. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. 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 Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I promise you. Nah, that sounds dope. And this was on a DS? Yes. You broke my heart. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Not on Xbox? Just on DS? It's only on the DS. Right. And you, and you mentioned you actually used the mic function on the, the DS? The... No, 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 no. So that was for... Um, that sing-along type of game was another separate game that oh, okay, was okay. definitely released on PC, but I don't know what other consoles it was released on. This DS game was just like kind of a rhythm game, but a not very well-produced rhythm game. It wasn't like Rhythm Heaven. Okay. Oh, I found it. It was High School Musical Sing It for the Wii. Ooh. But y'all want to guess the the Metacritic for this one? Forty-five. We always go over. Yeah, I was gonna say like thirty. Okay, thirty and forty-five. Those are final guesses. And I'm gonna cry and rage if you say it's like (laughs) eighty. Actually, I'm gonna change mine to sixty. Okay, fifty-three. Highest I'll go. Fifty-three and sixty, right? That's the highest I'll go. Yeah, what is it? In your own opinion, it's not even, it's not better than a 53. Better not. All right. So, um, Tony is the winner. It's 66. Ah. So it's nearing that chicken little territory. It's it's inching. It's inching to the Godfather. (laughs) It's only four points away from taking out Tony Montana. Was it a bunch of 10-year-olds that reviewed the game? That's how I got the score? Caroline, did you review this when you were 10 years old? <clears throat> if you were to the website, would you see a review from a certain Caroline? Maybe. I won't confirm or deny. But I will say IGN gave it a score of 75. Okay. Which they... is amazing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say to the wow, IGN. What kind of... I, I don't know how to react. I'm so. I never trusted them, Carl. IGN. I don't. This, this is why. This is a grand example. Then The Godfather, X Men Origins, Wolverine. When you put it like that, it makes me really like breaks my heart. You're saying that this did better than those games, according to IGN's rating. According to IGN. Yeah, they wow. need to stick to movies and not. Games. They got paid off by Disney. I get it. Oh, wait, no. I take that back. IGN gave The Walking Dead an 80. Oh, yeah. I think you mentioned that. But I think for well, X-Men Origins, they gave it like a 72. And I they hate men. That's why. Bye. <laughs> Is that men? They hate men. Like Hugh Jackman? Yeah, and like oh. X-Men, period. Oh, okay. Yeah, it should be called X-Women. How about we try that? X- X-Men, women, and the X-Children, too. They all count. So, but yeah, that's High School any... Musical. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah, I was going to say, is there anything else you want to add before we go to the next game? Nope. All right. So... I will say my game 
And then I wanted to ask you guys, should we do a speed round? Or yes. after I say my game, should we should we end it? That's up to you, man. I'm All down right. for I'm down for either. I do have I am on a time limit and it's it's inching. Yeah, I'm looking at the time. I know we gotta wrap this up. So all right, so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna say my game. I'll make this quick. But thorough. So the next game that I want to mention in my list is the Chronicles of Riddick Assault on Dark Athena. So yes. It's amazing. So the Chronicles of Riddick's Assault of Dark Athena released on a PS3 PC, Windows Vista specifically, and an Xbox 360. And what's so cool is that this is a remake collection. So well a sequel and then also contains a remake. So in this collection it includes the Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher's Bay, which released back in 2004 for the original Xbox. That game is highly praised. And um, it's honestly amazing. And actually, it pushed the Xbox, original Xbox hardware to the limit. So with this, the Chronicles of Riddick, um, Assault of Dark Athena, going to the future now, 2009, um, April 7th, they remade the game from the ground up. So now it has high-res textures. It was in HD. It is, oh my God, they redid the lighting, character models, everything. And it's a prequel, actually, to the film Pitch Black. And um, and then Assault on a Dark Athena, which is the second game that's included in this collection, is a sequel to the Butcher's Bay uh, game. So for... Yeah, essentially, for a price of one, you're getting two games, and they're awesome. Now, Assault on Dark Athena, I do believe that got around a 7 or a 7.6 or so. Um, but the Butcher's Bay, which is literally, I think the majority of people, I remember looking up back then, the majority of people that picked up this collection legit picked it up just for Escape of Butcher's Bay because that game is so unique. Um, that in the, in the Butcher's Bay explains, it shows. How Riddick got his ability to see in the dark with his eyes. It shows a little bit more of, um, well, the, the gameplay of that game was so unique. It was first person. The entire game was played in first person, and there's the first person hand to hand combat is very holds up very well today. And it was very uniquely done, and it's um, also brutal. And it's they do a great job making you feel like Riddick, and it, it's really awesome. The shooting mechanics is very well done, too, as, as, as well. Uh, very fun, but literally the fighting is where it's at. In that game, you actually get to go to a maximum security prison, and you have to break out. And it's funny, because you also have other inmates that are trying to kill you. They have shivs and stuff, and, you know, you're Riddick. You know, you get to throw down and show them who's Riddick, you know? And it, it really is awesome. Um, highly praised by fans. And literally, it's one of the best, not only just the best game that's based on the movie, but just one of the best games I would say ever made. I know that's a high statement. Really? But it's so well done. And yes, and it's highly praised by fans. Um, And it's a shame that it unfortunately did not make it to backwards compatibility on Xbox. This was a game that I was really hoping for, but it did not for whatever reason. What's also yeah, cool that's about this package? Yeah, another one that probably had movie rights um, problems. Exactly. 
Yeah. It was also cool. A couple of things. One, in this collection, it had multiplayer for the first time added. And it was a couple of game modes. Like Team Deathmatch kept their flag, but it also there was a pitch black mode as to, um, I think it was up to 10 players. One person plays as Riddick. The rest of the players plays as Mercenaries. And um, you play in a dark level, a, a dark map. Um, Riddick, of course, he has his eyes. He can see in the dark. But the rest of the mercenaries, you know, it's pitch black, and all they have is flashlights on their guns. And you're trying to hunt down Riddick. It was a very unique mode. It sort of had a uh, sort of scary, uh, because Riddick, the only thing that he has is, um, his iconic um curl blades, and head head combat. Whereas the mercenaries, they have firearms. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Riddick, he's, it's sort of cool. It's like. It, it, it makes you think who technically has the advantage here. Is it the mercenaries because they have guns? Or is it Riddick because we're playing in his ground? You know, his his environment. It's always Riddick, man. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's and Riddick. it's just, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. Um, this was an amazing package. At that time, it was 60 bucks, but you're getting two games and a multiplayer content as to the replayability. Um, and also, the rapper Exhibit was actually featured in this game. Um, not only voiced, but his actual like his actual person was um, in the game. He played as one of the the top guards, and it's really awesome. He's like, you know, welcome to prison, Riddick. You know, it, it's awesome. You know, does he pimp your ride? Right, he says in your cell, I put like two inch monitors on each side of the walls, man. <laughs> yeah, in your cell. Oh man, no, but it's uh very unique. I feel like I didn't explain it the best, but um. If you have a 360, you have the opportunity to buy this game. Chronos of Riddick, again, saw on Dark Athena. You cannot miss this game. This game, literally, it's it's an outstanding, outstanding game. So going Pirate by the trend so far, I'm going to already assume that this game costs $60 still. And since it's a good game, uh, it's a 68 on Metacritic. Carl, you want yeah. to give your guess? Minimum. Minimum 83. Okay. On Metacritic. Wait. It's an... Uh? Be- sorry. Oh. Before you do this. Uh-huh. My answer is going to be a little different. So, the 2004 on the original Xbox, Escape from Butcher's Bay, that's going to be minimum 83. But Assault on Dark Athena, which is a whole package, which includes Escape from Butcher's Bay... I think it's going to be 76 on Metacritic. Okay, and Tony, what was your guess? I said 78, but I already heard the sound of an 8 on your end, so we'll see. It I'm was... sticking to 78. Okay. On Metacritic, it's an 80. Ooh. However, so glad I was wrong. Acceptable, okay. girl? On... What's so interesting to me is the Amazon listing. On Amazon, the Xbox 360 for Assault on Dark Athena is $100. Brand new? This is $100 brand new. Oh, that's why. It's brand new. Huh. $100. Wow. I'm not even upset. Only one in stock. (laughs) This is worth every penny. Well, yeah, it is. So much more of it was backwards compatible, but yeah, great package. 
Now I'm curious, real quick. I was wondering if you wanted to look up. What about the the Chronicles of Riddick: Escape from Butcher's Bay? Okay. Back on the original Xbox. Escape from Butcher's Bay Xbox. My rating is minimum eighty three. Tony. Eighty four. By a hair, Tony wins with eighty nine. <laughs> You know, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. 89. That's a great score. 89. Mm-hmm. Dude, that game was ahead of his time. And it's amazing that that game ran on the original Xbox. Because back then, the original Xbox had a um, a powerful Navita GPU inside the console. NVIDIA? And, thank you. What did I say? Navita. <laughs> and how you pronounce the right name? NVIDIA? NVIDIA. 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 Yeah. NVIDIA. There you go. NVIDIA. (laughs) Graphics card. (laughs) Inside. And uh, it really pushed the limit. Which is awesome. So. Still holds up. This isn't even your. uh, Your uh, last choice. Right? Is your last game. Better than this? Uh, for me, wow, that's a tough one. It to me is up there. It's like okay. right neck, like neck and neck. My my okay. last game, but I still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more games. <laughs> Are you serious? You're gonna do the speed round, Carl? Yeah, I I, yeah. I just have one game left. I have one game left, and I could say it very quickly. Me too. All right. All right, so let's begin the speed round. Let's get it. All right. Tony? Go. All right. This one's going to be so easy. I'm, I'm excited about this one. Carl, I hope you are too. Um, Aliens Colonial Marines. <laughs> <laughs> My best game on the list. I'm not even joking. I love this game. Oh my goodness, I just looked at the Metacritic. And by best, I mean worst. This game was trashed. Trashed by critics and users alike and Aliens fans alike. Everyone disliked this game. Except for me. And I think I 100% it. I'm pretty sure I got all the achievements. I was playing the multiplayer. I had multiplayer. You could play as Aliens and and Marines. It, It was replayable. Unlike The Walking Dead. I replayed it many times. <laughs> I love this game, but yeah, it has a lot of flaws. The controls yeah, I, were okay. The graphics were okay. The, everything was just mediocre. I do believe but... the the game took place right after part two. If I'm not yes. mistaken. Yeah, it continues from. I don't know if it's right yeah. after part two, but it 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 takes place like within the the time of part two. So I don't know yeah. if it overlaps a little bit or if it's directly after. I believe but, it was in between part two and part three. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> to a big. My knowledge. I'm not big into the alien lore because I haven't seen them in a while. To like, I think the movies are good, but I just haven't seen all of them, and I don't really keep up with it. But the game, and I think that's why I like it too. I know alien fans were so upset with this, but it's just really good. It's fun. It's fun. All right, yeah, I agree. Uh, 
What's your other game, Tony? That was my last one. You want to guess the Metacritic score real quick? I looked it up. So nice. before this, that's why I was saying I think I had the lowest one. But yeah, Carl. Yep. Carl could do it. 43. Oh, super close. Yeah, 48. Wow. That's crazy. All right, Carol. Is the GM giving it a 90? But yeah, uh, for my last game, um, it's Shrek 2 on the Game Boy Advance. Wow. I know. It it comes back full circle now. (laughs) So um, this was the game that, in a way, started it all in, in terms of from the very beginning. I met my best friend over this game, which is Ashley. We were both stuck at church. Sorry, Davey. No one to talk. Davey is a, is a ride or die. It's different. We're twins. It's another level. But Sorry, Shay. Uh, <laughs> Shay knows. Shay knows I love her. But Sorry, Carl. Th- this I mean... happened when Ashley and I were... We, I was 10. Ashley was 12. Um, we were both stuck at church. And we were waiting for our moms. And we were both playing a Game Boy Advance. And I was I, I was super shy, but I looked over at, at her and I was like, hey, what game are you playing? And she's like, oh, I'm playing Shrek 2. And I was like, I'm playing Shrek 2. And that was it. Like the whole friendship started from there. <laughs> that was it. We're still, we're still best friends to this day we're, and everything. And it all stemmed from Shrek 2 on the Game Boy Advance. It's an amazing game. It's got a three-party system, so you travel as Shrek, Donkey, and Puss and Boots, and each character has their own abilities, and it's also like part platformer, part puzzle solving, so you need all three characters, and you need to figure out how to use all three to get the task done, but you're basically playing through the movie as per, you know, the, the song and dance goes. But it was really fun, and I remember really enjoying it, and like, it, it, was, it just started a lot of good memories. It's one of my favorite games of all time, just because of the sentimental reasons. But yeah. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, are we going to guess the Medic- Medicare uh, score? Or... I have it. You want to you wanna guess it? Yes. Uh, 62. Tony? I was also going to guess like 60. Carl wins. It's 72. What? <laughs> Better than the Godfather. Yeah, this, this is messing with my mind, yeah. dude. Like, seriously. And aliens, oh. colonial marines. They got four Listen, once you play it, you'll understand. You're judging it because it's Shrek, but the game. Once you is play really aliens, fun. you'll understand. No, 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 no. Why no, I got no, rated no. so low? <laughs> but, Save. But yeah, man, that, that's awesome. Shrek two. I know original Xbox was very good. All right, so because I have a lot of games here, I'm just gonna name the titles. Um, and then we will wrap up the episode because I am looking at the time and we do got to get to wrapping up the show. Yep. So speed round. Bear with me. Oh. So the other games I had, the remaining games I had on this list was Wanted Weapons of Faith. Love it. I love Faith. it. You mentioned that. Yeah. March 23rd, 2009, when that game released. The other game that I had um, was 007, Qualum of Solace. For the Xbox 360. I know that uh, one. It released on October 31st in the year 2008. And what's cool is that the 360 version, um, the majority of levels that you play as in the campaign were from Casino Royale, as to where the PlayStation 2 version of 007 Quantum Solace, you actually play the majority of missions from Quantum Solace. So it was like, it was like a little bit backwards 
360 version. Casino Royale, PS2, Call of Solas. It's a little funny. Um, the next game was 007 Legends, um, which released on October 16th, 2012. Now, the majority of James Bond fans hated this game to the T because it felt like you played as a Call of Duty character with a tuxedo. Legit, every mission oh, you, you loved as, it. It was a game made for me, especially. <laughs> you had me at Call of Duty. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. There's it's elements where you slow down and you shoot up wow. everything. It felt like a Black Ops campaign, but you got kill streaks seven. in the campaign. <laughs> Call of Duty. It's not exaggeration. It's not exaggeration. You're accurate. Um, wow, I, really I, awesome. I wish I was a joke. All right, go ahead. Uh, it was good. Uh, it was super dope. Um, and very cinematic. Anyway. Uh, the other game I was going to say was Afro Samurai. Now, I was going to say, I sort of felt like I cheated in a sense with you, Tony, uh, because it's not a movie. Well, there is a movie, but it's majority. Well, this game is loosely based on the manga slash anime sl- uh, show. And this released on January 27, 2009. It's a masterpiece. I love it. Highly recommend it. The other game that I was going to recommend was Captor, uh, say it was Captain America. That released July 15th, uh, da, 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 2011. Da, da, da. I love that game for the Xbox 360 because it played similar to Batman um, in terms of the combat system. It has a free fall combat system. What year did it come out, Carl? 2011, July 15th. Oh. And it coincided with the okay. movie. And this game, it takes place where, I'm not sure if you remember the movie, the movie where it does. Um, oh, I remember. Um, they did like a compilation of. Them going on missions and stuff, shooting yeah. stuff, whatever. With the in the game, commander. you play, yeah, you play one of those missions. Um, it's, it's it's really cool. You throw your shield. You really feel like Captain America. It's really fun to play. Um, <clears throat> the other game I was gonna recommend. It was funny because Caroline brought up Shrek Two for the Game Boy Advance. I was gonna say Shrek Two for the original Xbox. Um, it's an awesome beat 'em up. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's a really oh, good beat And it was highly My praised um, for that. Oh, so, beat em up sounds good. Yeah, really dope. Shrank, uh, put some boots and uh, donkey. It really is good for the original Xbox. Gingerbread man. Yeah. Right, but uh, yeah. And then the last game that I was going to end with a banger. Last for last. It was up there for me with Chronicles. Uh, a Riddick, Escape from Butcher's Bay. Is Robert Ludlum's? I don't know. Did I pronounce the last name right? Ludlum's. Robert Ludlum's. Uh-huh. Uh, the Born Conspiracy. The Born Conspiracy. Oh. Um, yeah, the Born Conspiracy. Ooh. You play as uh, the character Jason Bourne. Um, the game takes place before the actual movie and then during the film. And what's so unique about this game and it's literally underrated. It's a crime that's so underrated. Is that the combat to me was amazing. The combat was um very thought out. Um, it was very cinematic. To be honest, if I fought like that in real life, I wouldn't take two of those punches because um the combat, the in terms of controls, very simple, but very epic. Um X is for like a quick punch, Y is a strong punch, you mix up the two combinations. Um you get different combos and what's really cool is that um as you fight you build up a meter when you build up this meter um you get to press b and you get to do a takedown there's a move called a takedown so literally wherever you are in your environment um you would fight like jason Bourne. so if, if you're right next to a book 
You put a takedown, my man will literally pick up a book, smack the dude twice with it, um, hit him in the mouth with it, and then like do some crazy stuff with the book. Um, that's just one thing. Or um, if you're right next to a locker, you will like literally do some crazy assassin move and like toss the dude in the locker, and it's just really awesome. Um, and the boss fights are long and epic, and literally it's all I could say is just go to YouTube watch some gameplay you see what I'm talking about and especially the shooting too where you could do shooting takedowns you press B and legit you just do a quick insta kill shoot the dude in the head or it's just so it's just epic me I love action movies and playing this game from the beginning to end it's just one big action movie and it's a game again literally that takes place before and during the film and it's one of the best I've ever played. Um, so this was literally the game that I had to end with. I still play it today. Literally, it's a game that I still go back to to play it. And I pretty much did everything on it. It's just so much fun to play. So highly recommend it. That's my list. Quick round is over. Any comments before we wrap up the show? No yeah, no mention of Warriors. That's a great list. Oh, yo, I forgot the Warriors. Land of the Dead. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. The Land of the Dead, Road to the Trinity Green. Gotta leave it for another episode now. You know what? I do. I do. We'll leave it open. No part tour. Like I said, I didn't want to expand the list too long. Hulk was (laughs) going to be on the list. All right. I got you. I got you. But, again, we'll do it for a part two in the future. And uh, that's going to be good. All right. So. Guys, I want to say thank you so very much for taking the time out of your days, uh, especially a day before Thanksgiving. Amen. I pray you have a blessed time. Both of you guys have a blessed time with your families, with Thanksgiving. Amen. And uh, again, thank you so very much for coming on to the show again and sharing your personal list of good movie games, or at least games that uh, were good in your games. mind. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, it was it was fun. Amazing treat. And uh, it's awesome. Um, also, listener, if you have any questions and or topics that you want to discuss here on the show, um, be sure you send your question and or topic at TWGP at questions. Uh, no, TWGP questions at gmail.com. And or you could send me a tweet at um, at True Gaming as well. And yeah, make sure you write you know question and your tweet. And uh, you know, write the subject and then make sure you leave your name so I can probably address you here on the show. Um, also stay tuned, I have uh, a YouTube as well, um, True Way Gaming Podcast. You're gonna see some videos uploaded on there too. Uh, make sure you tell your friends and family about it. Um, and please, wherever platform you're listening on, please don't forget to subscribe, uh, follow, tell your friends and family about it. And uh, yeah, just thank you so very much for just tuning in today. Um, also, Caroline Tony. Where can people find you on the interwebs? And you guys have your own, a show of your own. Am I correct? Tony, you want to say it? Or you want me to say it? Caroline, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, Tony and I, we have our own show. It's called Elbow Nudge. It's a movie podcast. Or also, we cover TV shows every now and then. But right now, we're doing movies. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Elbow Nudge. You can find us on Twitter at Elbow Nudge. And you can find us on YouTube at Elbow Nudge. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. I recommend checking them out, guys. These, these two, come on. You want us to hear on the show? They're hilarious. And imagine just, minus me, 
and just <laughs> let's take two hours on your day to listen to these two is the best time you ever have, you know? We'll get you on, Carl. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Absolutely. the invitation. It's going to be dope. But uh, <laughs> no, but thank you guys. And uh, yeah, so God bless you guys. I love you. Jesus loves you. My name is One Way Soldier. And ladies first, Kawa. And we'll see you next time. Got to say your name. Oh. Can you cut this part out, by the way? I'll try. But okay. th- 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 <laughs> <laughs> my name is One Way Soldier, Ed. And I'm Caroline. And we'll see you. I'm kidding. And I'm Tony. So I had to. It's a mess. And this is the end of my transmission. Our transmission. You. You guys want to hear a joke about construction? I'm working on it. I get it. Uh...